I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The anti-slutching podcast. Yo, you have a sex? I'm Christina Huffington. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. What up, fuckers? How you doing? Where you been? You okay? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. Uh, so many places to see us live. Let's get oh to that right God. away. Uh, so two theaters. Christina and I are embarking on uh, the start of our theater tour. That could be the end of our theater tour. Yeah, so buy a ticket. <laughs> if you don't buy a ticket, it'll be the end. But the, you won't let that happen. Thank you. It's a hard time um, for anyone, uh, even if you used to be playing theaters, to play theater. Basically, everyone back went backwards one step in their career mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. except for tiktok stars in during covid so uh yeah so center stage theater in atlanta we will be there on saturday september 10th and then the wall street theater in norwalk connecticut we will be there on saturday september 24th oh oh, oh. both those ticket links are up at sorry about last night show or comedy sorry about last night comedy dot com uh, oh, com yeah yeah <laughs> We're really we're, it's Monday here when we're recording. There's just this. well, it's just too many different handles. Yeah, and, there's a lot. Uh, I'm glad. Good call with changing everything to guys we fuck. But then it's like our website's not guys we fuck. We can right. change it, but we're not going to. We own guysweefuck.com. Right we just don't oh, we do, do any. I believe so. Yeah, I think we do. We just because we didn't want anyone else. You know, we we'd look and then you know, fucking Legion of Skanks would have it. <laughs> we'll sell it to you for one million dollars. <laughs> yeah. You fucking whores. No. Yeah, it, it would just be a. It would just be the picture of uh, Jay with the. Gun Lewis jerking butt. off. Oh, okay. 
Or or that. <laughs> or that. Louis jerking off to Jay with a gun in his butt. That, 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 yeah, also yeah. that. I yeah. think it would also be that. Guysyfuck.com. Check it out. Um, yeah, so get tickets to that. And then Cleveland, Ohio. I will be uh, riding solo at Hilarities uh, in August. Uh, August 26th and 27th. And Detroit, Michigan. Uh, September 16th for the Motor City Comedy Festival. All those... Links are in the link tree, which uh, Mike thought was only for pornographic actors. Yeah, because he only today. sees a link tree link in the bios of the OnlyFans profiles that he follows. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm out of the comedy game, it's the it's primarily who I've been following. How uh, often do you look at OnlyFans? Not honestly, not the, not even that often anymore. Even if I you had did, like, it'd be okay. I had like two weeks where I was fascinated by it, and I was just mm. like, what was so fascinating by it? Just like I said, we I think we talked about it on a on a previous episode. The idea that you you like directly uh, ask for the content from yeah. these women. You send them like a like a notification, and it says it says, "Hey, can I please have this video of you getting fucked?" <laughs> and they have to like respond Mother, to I? you and say, "Oh yeah, it's twenty dollars." And you have like twenty a, bucks to watch you get fucked. Yeah, I mean, nice. it's, it's this interaction that was like very um, fascinating to me. So yeah. there was a couple weeks where I was like, "Wow, this is wild that these." these women are like actually having conversations with me. <laughs> I just imagine Mike in his bed in his robe like, wow, this is pretty zany. The ladies talk back to you. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's so you know. weird when I hear like attractive men who get women in real lives just be wowed that a woman responded to them who they're literally paying, paying to respond to them. You know that, right? Yeah, of con- 100%. She has no interest in yeah, responding it's just, to it's the internet strip club. I would imagine. Really, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that the dynamic, the energy of the dynamic is completely different from anybody that slides into your DMs. Well, it's just like it's, it's more kinky. It's more sexual. And, and you can just go there right away w- without having to go. Who are you? How's your mom? Where do you live? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less there's... sassy talk back. Well, yeah. I mean, some women it's... open with a tit pick, though. I know they do. They, they do. Some of them do. Wow. It's but it's less about that. And it's more. I think Christina's just right. There's, um. Just the tits. I know um, many, 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 many male comics who have gotten opened up with a nude. Wow. Yeah, I, it, it happens. So I can't show my titties on Instagram, but I could DM some guy my titties? That's fucked up, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you fucking lizard. Oh, stop hating women. Guys, let's read. You want, should we read an email? Sure. Uh, if you want to email us, the address is sorryaboutlastnightshow at gmail.com. Oh, this looks like someone was inspired by the Jordan Rock episode. I think so. So this says, uh, I gave my boyfriend a hand job and truly didn't know what I was missing. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Longtime fucker here. Female, 25 years old. I adore you two so much. And I have written in once before and took your advice the afternoon that episode came out. And I have continued to change my life and do immense growing ever since then. Good for you, girl. Well, I guess it worked out. I always get nervous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wanted to write in with a story that I thought you may enjoy that may be a result of past Friday's episode uh, <laughs> entitled What Happened to Handjobs with Jordan Rock. Uh, I listen to it at work <laughs> as I do every Friday. Nice. And sometimes I think things that I hear stick in my subconscious that come into play later in my week, even in my day. You're welcome. Because this truly was not at the forefront of my mind when this took place. So the end of the day comes. I go home. Me and my boyfriend, 23 years old, Ooh. are hanging out. We were smoking. <laughs> That's really all I can do with a 23-year-old. Yeah. And then one- You want some weed, kid? Yeah. You want some uh, weed and some candy? Um, 
I sadly know from firsthand experience. Uh, we were smoking and then one thing led to another and we started messing around. I'm currently on meds for my anxiety that make it more difficult getting wet. So penetrative sex has been replaced with oral more often, nice. which really is the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. But I had personally come enough. So I was going to do some attentive dick sucking. But as I was pretty <laughs> high, my mouth was dry as fuck. I've <laughs> been there, my friend. So I decided that I was just going to try to go for some, quote, handy work. Well, Don't try I tr- to spit because nothing going to come out. And that's <laughs> embarrassing as hell. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> Wait, shit. Do you have any water? Why, uh, uh, handy work while I tried to mealy mouth. Ugh. Oh, no. Ew, that reminds me of like worms I feed my turtle. Ugh. Mealy mouth some spit back so I can oh, suck it. No. Now, let me say I'm not a huge fan of hand jobs and will pathetically say until i actually had to try during hand jobs i have never given a real one in my life what's a fake hand job it's just like a. it's just, just like, like this yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just like no effort just like a little been like there a, like a whisk been there <laughs> you gave him one to yourself or received one or both oh, received many <laughs> received half-ass hand jobs oh yeah that's because that's, that's because you like girls with a lot of clavicle from williamsburg oh, that's your own yeah. fault. true i, I need... can't pick up your dick it's too heavy <laughs> they're vegan they have no energy oh. i have oh my god you get a really pissed brooklyn up with that one <laughs> i have little Suck hands and i don't like my arms getting tired <laughs> and that's so princessy. I love it. Um, I mean, none of us do. None of us like doing any of these things. I love it. Yeah, you're, but the, you're, you don't love it because you love it for you. You love it because you want someone to love you. A little bit of both. <laughs> it's a little it's bit not of like, both. It's not like, this is my favorite uh, pastime. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, when I'm attracted to a guy, give me that dick. And I'm going to put it in my mouth and do wonderful things with it. Uh, but he was getting pretty into the hand job. So I grabbed some lube and kept at it. I started trying different stuff, dirty talk to figure out what he liked, using both hands, cupping the balls, using my nails on his balls. And the closer he got, honestly, the more powerful I felt. See, that sounds great. Yeah, it just bothers me that women need to be giving hand jobs to feel powerful. You should just walk around in your own power all the time. It's a different kind of power when a guy's balls are in your hands. Yeah, it's a power that they tricked you into thinking you have that you don't. I like it. (laughs) I haven't done it in forever. Yeah, you're powerful with my my dick in your mouth. It's a trick. When they talk, it ruins it. <laughs> um, and when it was time, I went for a good snug grip. And when he came, oh, my God, I felt like a goddess. The cum flew from his dick. And honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen him come that much before nice. then. I've never made a man come from a hand job before. And I cannot wait to do it again. He loved it. And he can't wait again either. Ha ha. I, <laughs> there's a ha ha in there. Um, I interpreted it my own way, though. Ha ha. Uh, I later showed him Friday's episode and he died laughing. He watched your special. Special with me good. nice good man um watch we, it again and we both had tears uh laughing see men can be performative too um <laughs> thank good job um it's the fake orgasm of, of the male yeah world. no this is a great special no, <laughs> no maybe he actually loved our special or he just was thinking about that blowjob from earlier either way thank you for watching I need tears in your eyes i don't We're know about that man Corinne. an oscar we're pretty powerful. Uh, no, I still think we earned that genuinely. Uh, thank you again for your amazing advice, the best laughs, and helping a girl experience the power of hand jobs. Love you both. Keep up the amazing work, a loyal fucker. I'm gonna say here that that I I'm gonna reject the the. I do think that men trick women to feel powerful with their dick in their mouth. Yes, of course that happens. Of course, people are manipulative with sexual. However. 
when you are in the zone with your sexual partner and you are sucking his dick in a way that you're like, God damn, I'm good. And you're in the rhythm. It feels so fucking powerful. So, and I really, and I get wet from it. I get so turned on from it. But it's like, I haven't sucked a dick like that in years because I haven't met anybody <laughs> worthy enough. Yeah, I mean. So, it's I, not like I'm going, put it in my mouth, anybody. Listen, it's not many, I've heard many women say that. I just, it's just not something that I like derive power from. I mean, obviously I'm being like silly when I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, have, I've never enjoyed sucking a dick. I'm being silly have about you, that. Ha- you have enjoyed sucking yeah, a dick. Yeah, sure. Like I when mean, you like the guy though, right? Yeah. I mean, enjoy yeah. is actually a heavy word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you've never been turned on by sucking a dick. Seriously. Turned on? Like wet. Like, well, I mean, I've done it when I was already wet. Has it made me more wet? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think so. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, like, if, like, you know, uh, it, that's just not, the, yeah, that's just not, like, the thing that, like, does it, does it for me. There's just something, like, too, just, like, inherently degrading about it that mm. is not for me. Okay, like, see, I like degrading stuff in bed. Degra- degradation, like, not at all for me. That's so interesting, because I, th- I look at it, like, not that the, it's not. Yeah, I don't think you see humiliation in it unless he's like saying mean stuff. In that case, I'm like, ew, get out of my house. Well, I mean, like the. I mean, I have not like sucked a dick from like the on my knees position in. I mean, a decade because that to me is oh like, that absolutely no, not. Nah. Uh, well, I was talking to a friend about this, and I don't know if you. I assume you would never feel this, but correct me if I'm wrong. Some guys are so sexy and is rare, but I wish it wasn't. As rare. And it doesn't have to be as rare if you just tried a little harder and you were in your body. Anyway, some guys have such a, ugh, that I would want to run to suck their dick. Like, give me your dick. Like, my friend Vaughn and I were talking about, like, certain guys have this energy to them and they're, and they're, you have to be kind. If you're not a kind person, then it's impossible for me to want to run to suck your dick. And I want to be very clear about that. There's also obviously a sexiness and this beautiful like masculinity. There's just a certain level where I've seen it a couple times where I'm like, I want to run across this football field to suck your dick. Have you ever met a guy like that? Like, yeah. You're so attracted to There's never a man that I've felt that way about I I see and see it's interesting because I see other women feel that way about like I would say like Harry Styles is someone that oh, people feel that way about I would I would do whatever he wanted me to do yeah like when people like women say that a lot of times like I would do anything because I, I know he would be nice about it I've <laughs> never he wouldn't take advantage I've never maybe. felt that way about anybody well you're not a sub you're not submissive you don't ever really play a submissive role in your sexual relationships oh, no, right i certainly do oh you do yeah oh, okay. i hate being dominant because i feel so mad i'm more like right. i'm i'm more masculine and powerful than any man i've ever dated yeah and even though i like that in real life um it's not i don't like feeling masculine in the bedroom yeah right. which is you why i end up dating your- like these fucking like he, you know you want me to cut that tree for you yeah even though i don't fu- like i don't have any interest in like um guys like being tall a lot of times tall just goes hand in hand with like being a bigger guy yeah which is uh tricking like my mind into like yes <laughs> like so if, at least if they're aesthetically masculine may i can like trick my mind into thinking that they're masculine on the inside but like you know there's a lot of conversations these days about like what true masculinity Uh really is. And I don't think um, many, I don't really know anyone who I would classify because masculinity is kind of like this, like inside confidence. And like every time I think Mm. I meet someone who's confident, they're not right. I was literally, I don't know. I mean, Amber Rose is like, to me more 
like masculine than the guys you've dated. Yeah. Right. You yeah, know? she's a bad bitch. And she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, A quiet confidence is, to me, like, also implies, like, stoicism and, um, like, almost like in a Buddhist way, like, like the ability to refrain from their emotions, like, from, like, putting their emotions in appropriate places, that kind of thing. Is, that, to me, goes hand in hand with, like, masculinity, powerful masculinity. Is real masculinity sort of, like, when you see somebody that you know is cool it's just this unspoken thing it's this appeal that you can't really there's so there's a few genesis people who, I, like who what is cool, masculinity though. i'll say this when's the last time we met someone cool i don't remember uh, okay i'll say this yeah. i went on a lunch i went out to lunch with a guy he probably would say it's not a date but i would say it is because i thought it was really hot and um <laughs> that counts yeah <laughs> but he i know what i think i know what you're talking about yeah, and you i do he and i embodies masculinity to me in a way that uh He's so he's a go getter. He's ambitious. He's curious about life. He had a he has a calmness to his energy that I really that you have too that I don't really see in a lot of people like in general male or female. That's just like a containment that's just very beautiful. Like very, I'm not gonna let you fuck up my day. And if something's up with you, that's your problem. Like that kind of thing of like I don't know. I just I could do a trust fall with this person without really even knowing him very well. That's kind of what you hear that. Yeah, you listening. Yeah. Um, and a long distance. I mean, I'll figure it out, you know? I don't remember <laughs> that guy. myself into it. I don't remember that guy's energy because I haven't been in a room with him in a couple in a couple years. I do like I he has mwah, really beautiful masculine energy. Well, I just remember that he was really hot, but I wasn't attracted to him. So I'm trying to feel like what's the gap here? <laughs> well, he's probably similar to you. And like he had this like he was he, I think I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. I, like I'm not like super in I think he's like maybe like more quiet and I think he's too gentle I think was the yeah, issue yeah, yeah and so a lot of times like yeah gentleness can be true masculinity but I like it when people are more like outwardly masculine but right. it, then it can't be performative and so right. often it Which is it's, it is so often performative and you, you gotta right. find out you gotta wait like months to find out like I wish there was like a test I mean, honestly, just give everybody mushrooms and we'll all be better. But uh, I wish there was some kind of like thing you could put a guy through to see if his masculinity was performative because it's really when it's not performative, it's ah, well, I mean, it is it is sexy. It's very sexy and very comforting and very protective and very mm, makes me feel more feminine. I know what you're talking about. I've never really dated a guy like that, but there is, nice. is a test. I mean, that's it's it's being mean, like roasting them. Like oh. if someone that's kind of like why what I use, like it's not just like a like a trick to be like a silly, mean girl. I, and and a lot of women misuse what the, that kind of uh, test that I'm using. Wait, is that what you did to Stephen Jenkins? Yes. <laughs> 100 percent. That was so funny. The reason I did that though was not like. Did we talk about this on the podcast? I, I yeah, think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was. It wasn't a tactic to try and fuck Stephen Jenkins. It was a tactic to, to see what his deal because was. Because he he comes in, so he's already above us because right. he's more famous, more known. And we're on older, his turf. Uh, more established. I, I would argue more talented. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I barely know one instrument. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a. <laughs> for me, it's a way to see if he feel like if all those things that he has accomplished have made him comfortable in his himself. place in the world or if he's one of those famous people that continually have to push other people down and right. be yes to, which to is feel so confident. Disgusting. In which case, Ugh. I wouldn't even really attempt to get to know him or have 
or have a relationship with him because to me that's very off-putting. Right. And it would have changed the approach me with, too. Which, with which I did the interview or interacted with him. Right. Um, And it's also like a, just like a, a way to like kind of introduce yourselves as being on more more common ground, yeah. I think. But it's really more the first thing like testing to see how he sees himself and what his level of confidence is because it's such a it's so untrue that you know famous people are confident they're at, usually some of the least confident people that i've ever met right are right yeah because well, yeah. heroes that i've met like how i mean the amount of times i've been disappointed meeting a comedy hero because they are so insecure um sucks yeah, yeah. the amount of times i've been in a room with a living legend and i can tell they're so concerned with what i think about them and if they're making me laugh wow it's just like that's annoying who cares right right i'm some be you, boo. dipshit yeah like, i mean really like, <laughs> right 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 yeah. right uh it's it, it wows me and it also makes me sad like what is gonna be enough to make you feel good about you mm-hmm. in this quest yeah oh and men if you could do us all a favor and find that before you start talking to us that would be so sick but can there's I, a lot of them. There's a lot of men that I know that do do that, and I think it's beautiful. Yes, Michael. I just talk. wanted to say too that it's it's funny to me that <laughs> all of the things that you guys just said about kind of like what true masculinity is to you guys, or at least the thing that turn you on when you mm-hmm. like look for men, is the same thing that I feel about women and femininity. It's the it's it is this sort of just like to me the most um, like attractive women are women that kind of have this ease to them that are yeah, just they yeah. are themselves in a way that they are just like comfortable with I themselves mean, they've the ease to, comment know, was annoying but no but that, i don't i know I, what you mean not ease like i'll do whatever not you, ease like easygoing i yeah, know i feel that about men too it's like the people that i like to be around have an ease to well, them that's sort of that's because you have anxiety so it makes it sense be. it's a it's a it's a good counterpart like i have anxiety so having a, a partner that's like calm is is really important to me because that balances you out. It, it yeah. helps your nervous system. So that's yeah, that, that makes sense. That that's how you would want to experience a partner and friends. Well, yeah. because you made. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna call you out, but like you made nice. a comment oh, when Love this. Anna Royceman <laughs> left the studio. Yeah, and I think we all felt it. Like I would say, like in the past, I mean, several years of the show, the most confident guest we've had on is Anna Royceman, and that's what's att- attractive about her is like, and especially also I think talking to her on the show. Uh, about how she sees the world and her life and her relationship was really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also unique Healthy because I got to be honest, like usually the most confident people are not as attractive outwardly as Anna is. Yeah. So it was... It it's was cool to see both. Fascinating to see both working together, and it really, you know, concocts this human who is just like magnetic. That's exactly the word. Yeah, yeah. Anna is is a hundred percent magnetic. I agree with you. And when she left, I was just like, I, I was like. I want to do things to you, Anna. <laughs> and, and, well, I don't even know if it was like. Uh, well, magnetic. Just want to be around just, her. Yeah, I just yeah, was. Yeah. I was like, damn. Like who? The guy that's with Anna is like lucky. Yeah. Like yeah. she's she's cool. She's like confident. She is sexy. Like there's this thing about her. She's yeah, funny. It, it's a magnetism. It yeah. really is. And that's what I think. But that, magnetism like, starts with confidence. I think so too. Genuine but, confidence. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's it's like you can tell that Anna's not Maybe putting anything on. Maybe that's your test. On, Maybe that's you know? a test for genuine confidence. If somebody feels magnetic to you, although, you know, if your spidey senses are off because you went through childhood trauma, then maybe magnetic isn't what you should look for. But 
uh, when somebody well, and has magnetic and intoxicating are very similar, but they're different things, mm-hmm. and they're hard to. They're, it's hard to tell Isn't the difference between them. Even I, I have know intoxicating can be toxic. Yeah, even you know? I have trouble well, sometimes. Is, right? <laughs> Every now and again, I have trouble reading the difference between the two. Thank God. But then you also have to understand. <laughs> it makes me feel more human. <laughs> when you had a really good childhood, it also throws off your senses because yeah. you don't expect people to be bad. Yes, right. Because yes. I, so I left my house. <laughs> I have a joke about this now that I'm really working on and people get mad about it because I had a nice chat but I'm like I I swear to you when I say every day is disappointing when you had a good childhood, <laughs> I'm not at all exaggerating. And every day is not disappointing for me and not a bad childhood. Because so ma- you're healing. Right, right, right. So things are getting better. And th- that's like the joke. Like things are getting worse for me all the right. time. And I'm not, that's not like, it's not like, oh, feel bad for me. I'm just, yeah. it's just you're just the truth. It's it just truth. is what it is. Right, the right. charade because, is over. <laughs> because you leave that, you, I left the house. I got the third eye blind there or something. <laughs> yeah, I left the house to go to college having really never spent a long period of time with a bad person. Yeah. Whoa. And then you're hit in the Holy face shit. constantly with pure fucking evil mm-hmm. oh what is i mean and yeah I, and but when I you, and no when you, tools and when you handle these right people. when you grow up with right. evil you're like of course you're gonna do that to me you right. piece of shit yeah. like so your, yeah. your defenses are up and you at least know how to take right. it i'm toxic and so people you're in like, my dorm room they're my friends yeah they're, i'm working with them on set yeah it's horrible then you start right. dating them and that really fucks you up yeah and thank yeah. god my first my first serious was, boyfriend yeah. was not a bad person yeah. but he certainly had a very difficult childhood mm. um and uh yeah oh my god yeah <sighs> it's it's wait, lonely well it's just like it's I, just like the w- things people do i just go how would you if I thought of the worst way to respond to somebody I couldn't have come up with what you just did to me <laughs> well and, and the way that they their actions are knee jerk like they don't even they don't even calculate it they're just like shitty right like that and it's and it's, it's their instinct and it's, and it's people's inability to like look inward I feel like I feel, I'm getting really into woo woo stuff lately like back into it I go in waves but like you know, like the new soul, old soul kind of argument where you talk about like somebody's a new soul is like more mature, commits crime, like is is evil to people, is shitty to people. Like no, kind of leaves, yeah, yeah. leaves a lot of bullshit in their wake and a lot of chaos in their wake. And I feel like uh, there's just we're surrounded by idiots. Well, yes. I used to have a button from the Disney store that was one of the guy, one of the characters from The Lion King, and he, it, I would just hit it when I felt annoyed with people, and I'd go, "I'm surrounded by idiots." <laughs> Ryan Long's in the studio, hey. everybody. Um, hey, buddy. Perfect timing. Yeah. Well, and then just to wrap up this little segment, and we'll finish the rest later. Yeah. Uh, that's that's why I was. It was so interesting to see people reacting to the Stephen Jenkins interview. It was one of the most interesting interviews as a podcaster that I think for me that we've done in a long time. Not because of the stature of who he is, but because of people's reactions to him. Because I think overall it was a really 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 um bad misread of who he is a lot of people said that was our best interview ever and a lot of people were like who the fuck is this asshole and i'm like yeah i don't see it was a very polarizing interview and then one person was like christine was acting like a pick me girl first of all Fuck you. I've been a fan of Third Eye Blind since I was fucking I don't 15 think years were. old. No, I wasn't. And I, and I just want to respond to you by going like this. Yeah, I, I think you were being yourself think, because yeah. Christina was talking was about I was a huge all, fan. Christina was very open about like a lot of stuff, uh, like, you know, astrology, numer- these kind of things that Steven was obviously like, I don't fucking believe. Right. Yes. And I think early on. That <laughs> and so if she was of, a pick me girl, yeah. she would have readjusted her oh, actual right, views. Right, right. Yeah. But also, like, Steven, why are you naming all your songs after fucking woo woo shit? <laughs> you know? I think there's a hypocrisy there. Well, I think maybe it's like that he is 
you know, if, his toe if you're in the West on the West Coast, I think you're constantly surrounded by that. And yeah. it's more of like um, True. A, like a sarcastic uh, commentary <laughs> on the world. That's how I yeah. interpreted it after meeting him. I also yeah. wasn't as familiar with his um, work. Right, 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 right. Um, but but yeah, yeah. that's the, the way people perceived his, his how he came off was uh, was polarizing you could say well it was very nice. interesting it was nice for me actually it was very healing for me Ooh, because yeah, you deserve healing girl. so many people it, it reminded me of how when i'm just like being myself how many people misread that and so to oh. have so much one-on-one time with him and to be like i love this guy that he's yeah. a kind person and um i think he was very like generous and yeah. um with his with his time and energy and with presence. us very present uh and so it was nice to know him on that level and then to see how other people perceived him and to be like people are just ter- people are projecting people are just terrible at reading who other people are yeah. especially when they're when they are not even familiar with who they are exactly i was going to say when you so. don't understand yourself you're going to project onto the world onto other people and that's what we see a lot that's why it's a chaotic atmosphere on in 2022 and it has been for a minute but like yeah it's a lot of projecting going on and people throwing their ugliness and their inner hatred instead of like actually facing it you throw it at other people and it's like that's not what's gonna that's not helpful yeah you see i see a lot of people doing it to amber rose too like a lot of people are very judgmental um about her yeah and again like i just i'm trying to think of like the celebrities who we've met over the years who were particularly generous with their time and energy andy dick and amber rose i think is one of them yeah yeah yeah, andy dick is such an anomaly Um, (laughs) i know but yeah him him as well amber rose was really like yeah come to my house and like just Mm -hmm. yeah just really yeah we've had a lot of good experiences with people i'd say more good than bad yeah i can't remember like i mean there's a couple people that I didn't love, but I, there's not very many yeah. people that I like. I hated. Right, right. So. Nice. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, but we keep them bottled up, and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green. 
emerald and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. And remember, you guys, to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to keep us in the top 200 and follow Guys We Fucked on the Apple Podcast charts, okay? Because if you don't know, if you're listening to this as a Luminary subscriber, uh, uh, well, one, you get two bonus episodes a month, um, so good for you. And if you're not a Luminary subscriber, luminary.link slash GWF. Get on that, motherfucker. Um, yeah, rate and review us. And uh, follow us on YouTube.com slash Guys We Fucked without the U and Fucked. That also is our social media handle. Yes, and you can find us on TikTok too. Don't forget, it's uh, at Guys We Fucked without the U in Fucked. Yeah. So I just wanted to, uh, I listened to Dan Savage's podcast a lot, and I listened to it back in May where he was talking about monkeypox, and I thought it was interesting. He was saying about how the CDC was kind of reluctant to say that uh, the majority of people getting monkeypox were gay and bi men, and he was commenting on how that could be really dangerous and how we're not making the gay and bi male community aware of this really terrible disease. And so I happened to listen to the latest episode this week where he interviewed uh, a doctor who was talking about monkeypox, and he was saying that it is mostly in gay and bisexual men, and we need to get the word out because gay and bi men have there's all these uh you know events that gay and bi men go to and if they're not properly informed about monkeypox and what it can do it's very painful there's only a 1 to 3% fatality rate but he was describing how painful it was and how you don't want to get monkeypox it's very um basically like to make to to produce a bowel movement he was saying um the doctor that Dan was interviewing patients were screaming so loud that their neighbors called 911 because they thought they were being murdered so this is a very painful disease and you just want to spread the word so i wanted to read uh, an excerpt from an article uh, from straight.com. It's by Dan Savage uh, from July 7th. And he's just answering some questions. And the first question is, gay dude here, what the fuck is up with monkeypox and do I need to be worried? Dan says, yes, you do. I tried to raise the alarm about monkeypox on the May 24th, 2022 episode of Savage Lovecast, back when there were 100 cases in 15 countries, all of them among gay and bi men. Now there are more than 5,000 cases all over the world. And that number has grown because on the latest episode that I've listened to, uh, it was much bigger than 5,000. 
Now there are uh, more than 5,000 cases all over the world, and almost all of them, more than 99% of cases, are among gay and bi men. Right now, it's behaving very much like an STI, and almost all the cases have been among men who have had sex with men, said Dr. Ina Park, a professor uh, at the University of California, San Francisco School of Medicine, and medical consultant at the Centers for Disease Control Division of STD Prevention. Monkeypox, Dr. Park explains, is the milder, gentler cousin to smallpox and is spread by skin-to-skin contact through respiratory or through respiratory droplets. But anyone who comes into close contact with someone who has monkeypox could catch it, said Dr. Park. And unlike other STIs, which don't live for very long outside of the body, monkeypox can live for weeks on infected clothing, bedding, and other surfaces. Think dildos, slings, fetish gear, and barriers such as condoms worn over the penis or inside the rectum will protect those areas, but they don't uh, prevent transmission to other exposed parts of the body. If you notice red painful bumps anywhere on your part, you or your partner's body, especially the genital anal area, or if you are exposed to monkeypox, get checked out right away. The sooner you get vaccinated, the better. Check out some resources for monkeypox here. And again, this is straight.com. And if you go to cdc.gov um, and you slash pox virus slash monkeypox there, I'm dr- being directed to this uh, monkeypox signs and symptoms. Um, and I just wanted to spread the word uh, because it's not an STI, but it's being spread through sexual contact. And the last episode that I watched or that I listened to of Dan Savage's, which uh, was the last episode in July, um, he interviewed a doctor who was talking about they're thinking that the incubation period is one to two weeks. So you could basically be uh, walking around with monkeypox for one to two weeks with absolutely no symptoms so just want to make you aware of that uh one thing dan was saying he's like i know we can't tell gay and bi men what to do but if people just only fuck the their 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 main primary sexual partner or just kind of keep it locked up for three weeks that could do a lot about towards eradicating this disease so i think just information is really important and this is an example of how information can really help stop spreading disease so i just wanted to spread that yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I think it's also important, like just because, like the, we saw this happen with COVID too, like oversensitivity and not being able to say things or name groups, like sometimes is a disservice, and it's like yeah. it's not doing the right thing. Of course, we should be, um, you know, culturally sensitive and inclusive and all these things, but there are certain diseases that only affect certain groups of people. Yeah, and like we just have to and keeping it's that not f- racist, it's not sexist, it's, it's not, not homophobic. homophobic. Like, you know, and it's and it's wild because, you know, the conversation uh, started being about xenophobia Mm. uh, because Donald Trump is not good at articulating things in a uh, respectful manner. Right. But like what he was really saying, if you listened past like the nonsense and the racism that he, in fact, was exhibiting, what he was what he was trying to tell us is that, yes, COVID is coming from Asia and he was trying to s- stop it. Um, but like we stop got travel. Or, we, yeah, or we got so distracted. Travel. And, you know, with with the with his actual racism that, you know, we didn't pay attention to something to that could have helped the spread. what he was actually saying. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. And, and, and it reminded me a lot of this. And on the same token, you know, with the sensitivity of like saying that it's the disease that affects mostly gay and bi men, uh, you know, and, and not wanting to be like, it's a gay disease. Well, but that's actually helpful information to know on that same token, just because it doesn't affect the group that you're in doesn't mean you shouldn't help spread the information. So mm-hmm. we all we let light this earth, this planet. And if you're you already know this person watching or listening, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough out there. So let's try to have each other's backs when we can, you know? 
Speaking of which, um, uh, I'm not going to get into this at length because I, it's just kind of a lot of the stuff is still breaking. But last night, um, there started to be chatter that 6,000 uh, pages of court documents, new pages, were released from the Amber Heard Johnny Depp uh, case. And of course, our favorite. Our favorite. Mike and I like to talk about this a lot. Um, and of course, they were in my favor because Woo, I know, cool. I have never, I, I don't know that I've ever been so certain that I was right about something in my entire life as I was about this uh, case. And um, so it, yeah, it started leaking. And I had to, I had to wait before posting about it a ton last night. Like, of course, I did have to be like, I was right. Like, you know, send me an apology. Enjoy that moment, girl. Um, but I had to make sure that someone was able to confirm that these, in fact, were uh, real court papers and that someone didn't manipulate them or fake them. Right. And now I just checked during the duration of us recording today because Daily Beast was kind of like the major publication that broke it. Uh, a journalist named Marlo Stern, who um, I know from Twitter. Broke this leak or broke? Kind of. He was the first. The case. Like, uh, no, I mean, the the leak documents uh, came out on Twitter. OK. But, you know, fake things often circulate on social media. Right. So I had to wait until an actual major news outlet picked it up. And Daily Beast was the first what I would consider major news source to pick it up. But now I see that New York Post, never matter what you think of it, it is a major news source. New York Post has picked it up. Insider has picked it up. Mm. So it's really starting to come into it. And in this Insider article, they have confirmed the validity of the documents, the authenticity. Uh, Insider confirmed it with the Fairfax uh, or fa- is a fair fee, uh, county circuit court. Um, so basically 6,000, uh, what happened was Johnny Depp fans paid like $3,000 to get these uh, sealed court documents released because they thought that they were going to get all this extra bad information about Amber Heard. And what they ended up doing was releasing all this terrible shit about Johnny Depp, including that. And this is not, I I would never make fun of someone for having this, but I'm sure he didn't want this out, um, including that he has erectile dysfunction. And that's part of the reason that- That he was behaving angrily towards her and uh, allegedly raped her with a bottle because he was angry about the fact that he couldn't get hard. They tried to submit. Did he say that or was somebody surmising that in these papers? Like that because so this is all stuff that one or the other side tried to submit that was not the judge did not allow in the court. I see. But in the if you read the legal documents, like that part of the explanation why that should have been allowed in court was because motivation. It is kind of like in disputable that that ca- that can cause anger in men oh. and cause them to uh, act act, oh, act out and uh, angrily towards their partners. I didn't think I wouldn't think having erectile dysfunction could make men angry. I know that like not getting pussy could be a huge source of anger when for men's men. dicks don't work. I mean, yeah. It's, wow. You either react I've met a lot with, of guys whose dick don't work. They're very nice. Yeah. Well, you, you can either well, react with shame or anger. I guess so. <laughs> and some I guys mean, I are fine they... with shame. Some, right. guys, some guys get angry. But right. I also wonder, like, so they're nice to you because they're trying, they're trying to, like, sleep with you and, in the, and, and also the way you respond to things is, like, calm and accepting. But right. if someone came in and was like, you have a... What the fuck? Your dick doesn't work? Get yeah. out of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might right, go right, into right. their yoga class and shoot them. Right. You know? Right. I, I think it's... Sad I, but true. Um, And they also... Depp's team tried to submit... Uh, nude photos of Amber Heard and use her brief scent as an exotic dancer. 
uh, I, like against her, basically, like like, like legally slut shaming her because right. I think they really, you know, when you look at how Depp's team approached the trial, they really were leaning a lot onto how society views women. Yeah, and they and they rode that wave for oh, a pretty long goddamn time. Yeah, everyone fell into their job. trap. Well, a lawyer mm-hmm. kind of yeah, manipulates the laws of society, right, and people's opinions toward in their favor. Yeah, that makes sense. Unfortunately, yeah, and and you know, I I think they were kind of of arguing the court didn't allow that because they kind of argued that that was basically considered revenge yay porn. yay progress um, somewhere uh and uh yeah like there's what, what else is in wow. here there's just a lot of fucked up stuff in here um uh i have but i have to yeah i have to wait and look into it a little bit more but i just yeah. wanted to I, I wanted that that to be like verified before i started talking about it publicly because yeah, yeah, yeah. so often something leaks and like it was you know tampered with there's also a lot of talk about a lot of the uh photos johnny depp submitted or his team submitted were manipulated and they could tell because you can you know digitally you can go in and you can tell if a photo was altered okay whereas the photos that amber submitted the date that they were you know said to be taken the digital like timestamp yeah. matched like the bruises on her face and stuff all okay. that matched um and the data uh, of the photo yeah i mean you know it just like the few of us on twitter who were really active in speaking out um against johnny depp were really enjoying uh, <laughs> being vindicated uh, yeah it was just yeah the fact and it was just also the irony that johnny depp's cult-like fan base continued to try and attack amber heard and eventually like the truth did you know yeah. win, you know a win right wow i can't believe johnny depp fanatics got the papers leaked and then didn't get what they wanted that is beautiful it's so justice. funny and it's also like it was only three thousand dollars like shouldn't that yeah have been more i could have fucking yeah like what yeah we, yeah, we could have single-handedly yeah. paid for yeah. that <laughs> it's weird i was like that's it um but it was just it's fascinating and i don't know if you are watching um the most i i didn't finish it yet but it kind of reminded me of uh the netflix program the most hated man on the internet no. I, might, I might be paraphrasing is that a fiction show like a scripted show no it's a like a docu-series about this guy hunter moore who ran you know like one of those kind of like uh early 2000s sites where you would post you know photos like that's a little bit blog a little bit myspace a little bit that yeah and it was like what is it called it's called like, it's a called like are you up or something.com and it would basically they would just post like nudes of regular women but you could you could you would most people would like submit them of other people like their ex girlfriend oh, and like then everyone porn. yeah and then everyone would uh, mock them but they would also link oh, it to all their god. social media accounts oh my god so then you would like click Fuck on it and like off. go to their go Facebook get hit by a fucking train in front of everybody you've ever loved and respected yeah like see their <laughs> kids Fuck you. and basically Hunter Moore ended up fucking Ugh. with the wrong woman's daughter and she Whoa. made it her and I mean what a petty goddess she is. <laughs> Um, Eddie got it. She made it her like life's pursuit to bring this guy down, even after her daughter's pictures were taken off the site because yeah, she, she's a piece of she shit. She had made a promise to all these other victims. Yeah, wow. Um, many, wow. Of, many of who didn't have the means that she had, and she's also was married to a lawyer. Oh, um, that's beautiful. So I'm only like two or three episodes in, but th- this reminded me a lot of that. And it's like, how many times do we as a society have to experience the same thing before we learn from it or grow from it? 
yet. A lot, unfortunately. Um, and it's just like, you know, how how often we can communally celebrate both men and women at the demise of a woman because so many, there's a lot of women on this Hunter Moore site. A lot of women loved, you know, making fun of these other uh, women's naked bodies. But a lot of those people were also hacked. And so that's where he got right. into legal trouble. Because uh, revenge porn laws like aren't, don't hold up in most of the United States today and certainly didn't in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but hacking has always been something that was, you know, illegal. Right. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So, That's amazing. Well, I'm going to check that out. Interesting stuff. Also, I just wanted to say, this has nothing to do with sex dating relationships, or maybe it does. You decide. Um, Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, if you haven't listened to it, it's the most incredible thing ever. Oh, yeah. And I just learned that it's one of a three-part thing that she's releasing and um something interesting really really interesting happened so i'm looking in the wrong cameras they're both staring at me it's new it's new is this mine they're, you both have the same one. Oh, uh, this one? Oh, yeah. just that one? Okay, that one's real distracting. Okay, this is the wine. We'll, we'll, okay. t- we'll, talk, we'll talk after we record. <laughs> <laughs> um, something interesting happened with Beyonce's album. And to me, oh, I know about I've been a Beyonce fan since I was 15. Like, I've been so obsessed with her since I was a, a kid. Um, and, and I have a Beyonce tattoo. I just, I'm very, I am a you know i it's in the eye of the beholder but like i am like a fucking fan like a responsible fan i invest my money in this woman i bet like and i love it and i fucking she gives me life some people like jesus some people like the new york jets i like beyonce um and her album leaked uh early mm-hmm. and it was documented you know it was promoted like uh, her mom posted it. She obviously posted it on uh, her social media that the album was going to be released on the 29th at midnight and um and it got leaked and she posted this message and I thought it was really interesting. It was just an example of like people behaving in not a disgusting way. And I think we need to be more aware of these examples just to remind ourselves that they do exist and there is a higher road that we can take. Um, she just wrote, so the album leaked and you all actually waited until the proper release time so you all can enjoy it together. I've never seen anything like it. I can't thank y'all enough for your love and protection. I appreciate you for calling out anyone who was trying to sneak into the club early. It means the world to me. Thank you for your unwavering support. Thank you for being patient we are going to take our time and enjoy the music i will continue to give my all and do my best to bring you joy i love you deep and i just thought that was really beautiful and um as a reminder to anybody hearing or seeing this if you have not seen beyonce giselle Knowles carter live i'm telling you i don't give a fuck if you're a fan of hers or not i don't even care if you hate her or love her it that going to that concert will change you on a cellular level maybe not that much uh, but it will at least inspire you to be a better person so uh you know you can't it's money well spent just saying. That's all I want to say. Uh, and along, along the same lines of like being, you know, thanking people, I just want to give a shout out to the amazing people of Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I was thinking about it. Listen, I was only there for like 23 hours because it was I was just doing one show. So normally I'm in a city for, you know, longer, usually like a Thursday, you know, afternoon through Sunday morning is how long you spend in a city when you're working there. Um, But I can't remember a time when I went to a city and didn't have one negative uh, interaction. And I got to say between Ubers, staying at, you know, a hotel, going to a museum, which was really crowded because it was a Saturday. I went to the Warhol, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, walking around town, went to 7-Eleven, all these interactions, uh, went to uh, an Arby's, uh, all the interactions I've I had in that 23 hours um, to not have one negative human interaction in that time Special. period kind of amazing not one negative interaction um in the in the audience and i was doing a lot 
lot more crowd interaction than I usually do because I was working on new stuff. So I was kind of like really workshopping it with people. Um, so yeah, thank you so much to Pittsburgh. You guys are great. I had never had the opportunity to perform comedy there before. Like I said, you know, so many times Christina and I have tried to get there. It's just not like, you know, the major club there honestly just doesn't really book female comedians uh, is the answer. And so now there's this new venue that's more of an alternative comedy space called uh, Bottle Rocket Social Hall, shout out, that opened a couple months ago. So definitely if you're in Pittsburgh, uh, you know, it's uh, partly woman owned um, and it's operated by people who like love comedy. It's not like a big corporate thing. So definitely try to uh, patronize that establishment and take a risk like go see a comedian that you've never heard of maybe you're gonna love them like instead of seeing a movie or going out and getting a drunk at a bar you can get drunk at the comedy show too um and thanks to everyone who came and was so patient and uh like not judgmental or receptive and very receptive to the new material because especially when you're working on new material it it becomes more and more anxiety inducing in this day and age because like yeah you're gonna say like some things that are unpolished that come off the wrong way and like, but it needs to go through that so that it can become something that is uh, digestible to everyone. And I think that's like a major part of cancel culture that sucks is that like we need to like comedy is an art form. You need to work out in front of other people. So other people are going to have to hear you yeah. say things that are maybe unpleasant, maybe offensive to you. But like it has to you have to allow us to get through that part you can't say don't think that thought like that's the whole job of a comic is thinking the thoughts that you're not supposed to think and figuring out you are thinking anyway and you just didn't fucking vocalize because you're a pussy Mm. Um, I mean basically is what it is and I mean Pittsburgh reminded me a lot of Buffalo and a lot of late like I think of the towns that I love working in it's not usually like these major major cities because major cities are full of like elitist bullshit people Mm -hmm. Um, and Pittsburgh like Buffalo I'm like oh they're both like very like working people cities like more salt of the earth and those people have fucking other things to worry about than whether you said the social you use the socially acceptable phrase to Mm. describe something Mm -hmm. and I mean this makes it sound like I just did like an hour of slurs (laughs) I really didn't I barely said anything that I would even consider offensive but like there is it was just nice it's nice to have the patience of the audience understanding openly and not fucking hear groans because I'm just so sick like you do in Brooklyn (laughs) yeah I'm just so sick of hearing your groans uh, because it's like if you're gonna groan I want to then hear you leave like let's see you leave the comedy venue and actually make a difference in the world and you're not right I right, know right. the groans not. are empty they're empty groans yeah you're going to like a you fucking grown craft brewery is what you're doing afterwards because you're full of shit okay but you know who's not full of shit our guest yeah yeah uh he is a stand-up comedian he's a podcaster he's a former MMA fighter and current MMA coach He's got a body yaddy yaddy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Diego Lopez. <laughs> I'd lick you from your wrist That's like Love your mouth as you Across the table How am I able I swear your eyes were hazel From this different angle All I could 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. All right, we are here with Diego Lopez, stand-up comedian, MMA trainer, guy. Yeah. Uh, MMA trainer, guy. Trainer, guy. Trainer That's trainer what guy. it says on my business card. You beat motherfuckers up. Nice. Uh, we did go out on one date. We went out on a date. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was in the p- peak COVID. It was a bad idea in terms of my it was inability so to talk out. to people. Yeah. I couldn't talk to people either. I felt so awkward. Not because of you. Just like, oh, like, oh I haven't talked to anyone who wasn't Micah Brucey in about right. a year and a half. That's and seems- I felt awkward because I was sad inside and it was, you know, sure. c- you know, crowding everything. I <laughs> hate you. I didn't notice that you were sad. Wow, I hide it so well. Good that's job. But that's great. The that's service like, that's even sadder, you, I think. Yeah, that's a compliment <laughs> that's uh, hurtful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm good at hiding it. Uh, <laughs> not anymore, though. I'm just, I'll cry probably in two seconds. But, okay. uh, but in the, so it was so COVID y yeah. when we went on that date that there was no bathrooms. No. So we would go out, because I remember we went to Zinc Bar oh, to get a drink. Oh, I forgot about what. But it was so covid that there was no bathroom, so yeah. I had to pee on the street. Yeah, and I was and a lookout. I, yeah, but I farted, and I don't know if you heard it, but I was like, we can't be together. <laughs> oh, I ever. didn't hear it. You didn't hear it? No. The okay, podcast so I listeners thought you did. heard it. I, I thought a you did, and I was like, corner. we can never be together, because he heard me fart, and that's way too early. I ain't whipping that out until years down the road. If I'm being honest, it wouldn't have affected me if I would have heard it, because I'm an adult. Yeah, and, right, uh, right. Secondly. I was raised by children, so that's why I get a little confused. I would have told you if I heard it too. Oh, you would. You're a comedian. I'm like, yeah, 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 good one. <laughs> hey, good one. I was gonna say, I feel I, I, I didn't know if, whether or not you had actually heard it when she told me this story, but I was like, I feel like he, I don't think he would care. No. Yeah, I just was so I, I, I wasn't in a position to go on a date because it was such a hurricane in my head. I but I wanted to, I wanted to Who pursue oh, yeah. a connection with somebody. So I think that 
the date was anyone just... even Diego Lopez <laughs> no no you're no, very handsome you're, handsome you're a great catch you're a great catch so and Corinne had a lot of good things to say about That's you which honestly all I care about working, at it, working for free as your publicist you I, had no idea well she doesn't have good things to say about a lot of people oh, because most people are true. terrible yeah, yeah, yeah. so true. I took that to heart <laughs> yeah because backstory one of the three men Diego lives with sorry to call you out <laughs> no, on camera is Shane Smith so that's yeah. the connection that's here. my roommate <laughs> yeah it's great. Uh, so it didn't go anywhere because I feel like I was very closed off. But you're I a great felt, guy. Thank you so much. And I think you're great. And I also felt like, oh, I was super awkward and uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> Not uncomfortable. Like, I just feel like I wasn't myself. And I'm like, well, that was a Oh, that's good because I didn't feel like I was myself either. Great. So we really didn't even go on a date yet. We, gotta we do should it go again. on another we'll one. Figure it out. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll yeah. So, do, so, <laughs> so did you guys... <laughs> we'll film it. We'll do the whole thing. Did yeah. you talk after your date? A, a little, little bit, a little yeah. bit. I no, yeah, not to put any uh, assumptions on. I was like, oh, she just wants. She's not into it. That's cool. I, I wouldn't be into me either, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh yeah, just I'm not gonna. Bother. I feel like I'm. I don't want. I never want to be the guy who's bothering women. Right, right, so right. So I really have eased up any kind of flirting with people. I'm just like, hey, you go ahead and do. You lead the way. I'll yeah. dance with you. I'll flirt if I want to flirt. Right. But I'm really not being like, we're going to date with me signal. again. I need a signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you're kind of only leaving yourself in the market for pretty aggressive women if that's the yeah. way you're dating. Oh, I know. Is it, and do you like that? <laughs> no. Okay. Not that no, so that came out weird. Not no, that it's I fine. Don't like aggressive women. Right. Aggressive women, though. That's a sp- that's a particular kind. If that's like, the first thing you're saying about a person that, that a woman is aggressive, it's like, mm, all right, this is going to be a lot to handle. Yeah, that's the number one ingredient. Mm. I, I I have no issue with being with an aggressive woman or a not aggressive woman. It's just more the uh, if the vibe is right, obviously. But it, it's <laughs> it's a thing where I'm like, I just never want to be seen as a guy who's like annoying and like like a uh, pushy right in right that, right in that regard yeah right 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 what's your dating history let's Ooh, oh, all right yeah uh my dating history like relationship history have sure. you had long-term i've had two long-term relationships i've had really like i think in like since like real girlfriends i've had three real girlfriends in my life How real live 35. women yeah. oh, okay <laughs> this keeps cutting good. out i'm gonna take this off this keeps cutting out okay. um so uh first real girlfriend was right before i moved to new york uh, wonderful girl named who we're still friends with. Uh, she's married, great big hot guy. Um, <laughs> who we're so strong friends with the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still friends with the team. Diego Lopez Incorporated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still uh, friendly. The whole, the whole gang is behind me on this yeah, one. Yeah. Um, Wait, where did you move from? South Florida. Okay. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we dated for like I don't know. Eight months, nine months, like nothing crazy, okay. but like for the first one to be like, okay, this is a yeah. girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> I have ended, a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. She went to college upstate and I was like, well, I don't know how to, I'm not going to, we're not going to do that. And uh, I moved to New York in 2009. Then in 2010, I started dating a very cool girl named tattoo artist she lives oh, i'm not gonna tell you where she lives uh um, yeah that's, we'd have to bleep it anyway yeah I'm like wait why am i how much yeah. detail am i gonna give uh we dated for like four and a half years we lived okay. together for three of them oh wow. nice yeah um, nice. it was a good relationship i learned a lot about uh, how did it end why did it end it ended because well one day she got home from a trip because she would like go to other cities and like tattoo and stuff like that she got home and i was like you don't want to be together anymore you want it? She's from New York, so she wanted to leave, and I'm like, I need to be in New York. Yeah, I just think like, we it just ran its course. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Right. Well, uh, as relationships tend to do. In retrospect, I'm like, oh, I wasn't that good. I didn't. I wasn't that good of a partner. I could have been a better partner. How so? Well, I was also. This is what I was like trying to fight, uh, and I was fighting. So with like, MMA stuff, with MMA not stuff. like fighting yourself. <laughs> no, <laughs> internally. So yeah, if you don't listen, uh, I was an <laughs> MMA fighter. I teach mixed martial arts. That's my job. Um, so at this point in my life, I was trying to be the best fighter possible, which takes. A lot of time and effort. Yeah, a lot of concentration. Um, 
So in retrospect, I'm like, oh, she felt like she was second fiddle to my life. And in a, a lot of ways, she kind of was. And that's not fair for someone. It's not fair if you're first fiddle in their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. we're both second. Kind of, that's kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have And you have this other passion that you can pursue that's not each other. So all the it's like less pressure. In yes, a way. for sure. For sure. Um, so that lasted about four and a half years. Then she moved away. Uh, on good terms, I saw her at a wedding not too long ago. We're on good terms. No, nothing negative. I, I, nothing negative to say about them. I hope they have nothing negative to say about me. But again, <laughs> so it, truly could have been a better partner. We're not going to like write an article about you if no. someone has that, no, nothing I know negative that. to say about but you. It's, it's more okay. like, oh, I did say their name just now and what they do. So it's going to be pretty easy to find them. Um, eh, we can bleep again, it. We have a lawyer listen to this. So yeah, so he'll Chad let us will know be the decider of that. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad, please help me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I dated a comedian. In I know which one. You know Do I know which one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love her. They're great. She's I great. Love She's her. fantastic. Uh, we did it for like on and off like two and a half years probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. We did and a lot of this... breaking up. Okay. Yeah, that happens. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. So it was tumultuous or, or like. Not really. It's just bad timing. Yeah. We yeah. started like we were just going to hook up. Yeah. After they got out of something. Yeah. And then um, and then we hooked up. We're like, oh shit, there's something here. Yeah. yeah. And then we like try to just not force the relationship, but like. If I they, guess they if there's sexual, time, you know, yeah. attraction, then. and there really was, and uh, <laughs> you, we, we really should have gave each other, given her more time to be alone. Yeah, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. it was like it, it was just unfair uh, for her. So, but you really off, liked her, right? Oh yeah, I was. I, didn't I was, say loved. Yeah, I was like, I was only, I was very close um, with. Her, like one of her best friends yeah. at, the, at at that time, so I was getting a lot of like that relationship from her perspective, and I just okay. wanted to see if it was. <laughs> oh no, truly, yeah, I yeah. assumed it was. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, that's like that, like uh, probably the strongest feelings I've had for uh, a woman until my up to that point in my life. That's what she Aww, said, and I didn't think she was really lying. Nice. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, was... I, I was like, I, I love that she could just be like, yeah, this guy's fucking obsessed with me. <laughs> but like, she liked it. You know, it was like no, in a positive true, yeah. way. Yeah, that was the probably the thing we texted to each other the most. Yeah, uh, it was like, I'm obsessed with you. All right, bye. <laughs> cool. Or that I'm your biggest fan. Like, I like just that. Oh, like that's that. really I like that. Yeah. I liked the whole thing. And she's a dope. She's a dope chicken she's to awesome. the point where it's like, oh, if you dated her, I have more respect for you. I agree. Not that have any respect no, for you, no, you but shouldn't. it would uh, go up because of that it made me like you more yeah, yeah your stuff goes up exactly. yeah i've been dumped by very cool women yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and i've been dumped by some dope dudes Hell so yeah. nice uh, everyone who i've ever dated blows <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it was just just bad timing and and uh now she's really doing a lot right with a husband and two kids and yeah I couldn't yeah, be happy yeah. for her and, you know yeah. We'll see. So you seem like a romantic guy. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. <laughs> Lean into it, baby. I'm it's romantic, fine. yeah. I'm just yeah. poor. So it's hard to be romantic when you're poor. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're a right. Lot, I mean, I feel like a lot of romance is just effort and being thoughtful, and that doesn't cost any money. But exactly. to show that effort and show that thoughtfulness can sometimes, yeah. at least in culture, media yeah. is displayed through like, I rented out this restaurant for mm, us. And like, right. Or out. even going out to dinner because going out to dinner in New York is so goddamn expensive. Sure, and even that in itself, like it's the city assaults you with the prices of things here. Yeah, so so it is, and hard. in different ways they assault you physically. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you can handle that part. Yeah, though. I can. I fucking dare you to step up on me. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like that's like that's honestly something that's very attractive. Yeah, especially in this day and age, I don't know how many he men can protect me. Not that I like want men to start a physical fight, but if, if they did, the I would be mad. I think most, <laughs> yeah, most like women like like that like, you can oh, physically yeah. help them out because like I. I 
I'm always like hanging out with guys and I go, if something happens, I'm going to have to handle this. Yeah, it's going to be on you. Like, I just know. I go, I'm going to have to take my shoe off and beat someone. <laughs> sure. You're like, all right. You're like, what earrings am I wearing today? It's, it's just so, it's like, it's just a pain in the ass, sure. honestly. Um, But like, I, I mean, there's things like, this is like so corny, but like, you know, right, like, I'm not saying like write a poem for her, no, but no, sure. when I, you know, there was many years when I was dating people when they were broke, when we were both, we, when we were both broke. And I think like, I remember one of my favorite Christmas gif- gifts of all time is someone made me like a construction paper, like coupon booklet That's of like really things. Sweet. And I know that sounds like really cheesy coming from like a 30 year old man, mm. as, but I didn't think it was. No, of course not. I thought, thought it was really nice. Thought is rare. And I think that a guy that's really thoughtful and considerate is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. So. And being considerate is something that I think is a lot of times having in a, I lived as a person with, has had many roommates. I'm like, oh, that's something that's ingrained with you a lot of times with parenting. Cause mm. it's like, yeah. I'll see people I'm like who raised you I don't understand why you think this is okay like, mm, this was not okay when I was growing up in my house like if you did this not that my parents were abusive but like you would get hit yeah like, not to like an extent where they're taking their day out on you but like yeah. hey look consequences for your actions we were, we were like the last generation that got hit I feel yeah yeah, yeah we were just talking hit. about that yeah. yeah I got hit by both so mm-hmm. I'm like you know it still hit me no, <laughs> you can hit him back now yeah, you're yeah, a grown yeah, ass yeah. man no it's yeah, I know okay no. how'd you get it how'd you get into MMA that's um, a very strenuous that's a very aggressive for such a gentle man yeah. seeming man no yeah, yeah you're right it's an aggressive pursuit so yeah so i uh i wanted to be a comedian since i was like 11 and in 2008 my best friend at the time had moved to new york city and uh i moved i, I visited him here in new york i'm like i've never been let's hang out fell in love with it mm-hmm. and i'm like well, if i'm gonna do comedy i might as well just do it in new york city yeah um so in 2000 February 2009, I moved to New York at 21. And uh, and after a couple months of being here, uh, he suggested, he was my only friend. He's like, you should go try this kickboxing thing that some of my friends are doing. Mm-hmm. You've always been kind of a jock. You like you like athletic endeavors um, and you should make some friends. <laughs> you need more friends than yeah. just me. Yeah. He's like, please can't hold all the way, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we shared a bed. It was funny. Um, <laughs> what? I moved too early. You I was shared to, a bed? Diego was, loves a bromance. I love, oh, I love my, yeah. my voice. God. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I was supposed to move in April, but I had to, I got, I, I told my boss, I'm like, I'm going to give you a big heads up that I'm quitting. Yeah. I give you more than two weeks. And they're like, okay, well, today's your last day then. And I'm like, oh, cool. I was expecting two more months of paychecks. Oh, whoopsies. So I, I moved to New York and I was going to take one of the rooms in the apartment that my best friend was living in. Mm-hmm. The guy was leaving up. in April. Ah, so okay. I just, I, so you my, had two, two months of... My friend was nice enough to let me stay in his room with him until That's that guy nice. moved out. That's very nice. And I, he was li- he literally, my, that friend literally who lives in LA was at my apartment, stayed in my bed with his girlfriend for the week he was here. I love that guy to the end of my life. And um, so I went to the kickboxing class. It was in Williamsburg where I lived. Uh, liked it. It was jujitsu that day. Really liked it because I knew how exhausting a, a workout it should be. And yeah, that was yeah. more exhausting. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so mental and emotional. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, so I signed up and just started doing it. Liked it a decent amount. And then uh, one, just a, a weird day clicked and, and some movements made sense to me. And I started being more kind of in, intuitive with it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I really like this. This is like a superpower of mine. This is, this is, and it's also like it internalized like, oh, I've been bullied. I've always kind of felt like a, a small, like a victim. Yeah. I don't like that. Let me do something about it. Yeah. So I learned how to fight. And then uh, after a couple months, I'm like, I want to take a fight. And he goes, okay. And then he started taking me to his instructor's gym in, in New Jersey mm-hmm. and started training with like actual UFC fighters like Frankie Edgar and wow. Edson Barboza and Marlon Moraes. Like getting my fucking ass destroyed by people who make a lot of money for fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, an honor. Yeah. So it's like I, I, I've always kind of felt 
like a, a outsider to a degree in the fighting world because mm. I'm like silly and just kind, hard of gold. Yeah, whatever. And then in comedy, I feel I'm like too an outsider. kind for the fighting world. Well, then in comedy, I feel like a fucking <laughs> You're like a, MMA a, guy. I'll fucking beat everyone's ass, and I don't right. like how weak everyone is emotionally. <laughs> so I just felt like oh, I don't fit anywhere. Whatever, that's fine with me at this point. That's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so fought. oh, it's interesting. So you get a lot of your emotions out in 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 when you fight. Oh. Um, not when you fight, when you train and you push your body, you, you, it's a beautiful vent for, for, for your mind and your body. Mm. A, an exhausted body is a calm body. And it, and it's a way to like, mm-hmm. I have no one's, no one in 10 years has seen me angry or furious. I'm not, I haven't yelled Did at you someone. used to be? No, not really. Okay. But more than I am now. Yeah. I, I'm unbelievably uh, even headed and calm and, and and at peace with myself and yeah yeah no one can upset me unless I really like unless I care about them deeply you know yeah like, yeah. like a strange like I have strangers get in my face on the train and I'm just like dude fuck off yeah mm-hmm. right it I'll end your fucking it. life right now yeah. if I wanted to dude <laughs> yeah yeah I'll fuck you up South Paul like don't talk to me like that <laughs> uh, but I don't care it just doesn't bother me so yeah so I, I wanted to do comedy and I kind of was afraid to start and I'm like well this fighting thing is. I should do that while I'm young. So they coincided very well with each other. Yeah, and it was a way, if I'm being honest in retrospect, it was a way for me to be like, let me push comedy to the side. Mm. To delay it a little bit because it's so terrifying. scary. It's yeah. so, I, I, I literally had to become an MMA champion to have the balls to do stand-up comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes um, sense. That makes sense. Because I couldn't hide behind it anymore. So when mm-hmm. I won my, uh, I was undefeated, I won a title at my weight class. And I'm like, that's as far as I really want to go. Mm. And I did an open mic, I think the month after that, after my fight and. Yeah, it's been comedy ever since. But I still teach as my... I'm on the mats six days a week. Wow. What was harder, the open mic or the winning the title? Um, Like, scarier for you? They're both, I think, but basically... Uh, I think the only thing that made comedy scarier was that I've always expected myself to be good at it. Because my mm. whole life, I've been good at being funny. Mm-hmm. I've been okay. I've been told by multiple people, I should be a comedian. No one ever told me I should be a cage fighter. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's right, very right. unexpected. So like my success. And if everyone's telling you, you should be a cage fighter, you'd be like, am I okay? Talk mm-hmm. to therapists, first of all. Uh, so like my success in fighting was just going to, a, like getting in the cage was right. success. And then yeah. the fact that I never lost and that I won and that I was able to to listen to my coach while I was fighting and stay calm mm-hmm. during a cage fight was like, oh, that's icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. But comedy, right. when you watch a comedian bomb, everyone thinks I can do that better. Yeah. When you watch a fighter get their ass beat, you're like, mm, I'm glad that's not me. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one puts himself in that position in the yeah. same way. You're right. So they're both really hard. Um, I'm probably some expert level masochist to do both. Um, but yeah, they're both, both hard. Hmm. Huh. Nice. Do you ever bring your fighting stuff to the bedroom? <laughs> um, I have a joke about it. Um, so oh. to a degree, I feel like... Uh, I dated a guy who did Brazilian jiu-jitsu back when I was like in my 20s. And we, I was like, wrestle me, motherfucker. And he was like, all right. And then, whew, that was fun. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, what rank was he? No idea. No idea. Right. Couldn't tell you. Okay. I'm a black belt. He, uh, he might have lied to me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, who knows? He knew some moves. <laughs> You're like, well, I'm the best belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was that. Um, so the, I think a lot of times when women hook up with me, they have an expectation of this like he's got uh, aggressive comments, which I can do. I'll do it. It's right. fun. It's fine. Right. But every, I'm like, I'm a person too. I, yeah. Can I be the little spoon once in a while? Like, <laughs> oh just, yeah. Please stop hitting me. Um, <laughs> I can do it. It's fun. I can manhandle people. I manhandle people for money. Um, so yeah, it it comes out. 
it can come out, but it, I can. I'm really good. Too, at, every every person is. You're gonna have something br- brought out from you with every individual person, sure. right? So sometimes if a woman wants that, but it's not your vibe, then that's uncomfortable. True. Sometimes, and so I think it was like I've had women try to choke me. And it's like you gotta go choke you. You gotta go train some more, honey. <laughs> this is not doing it for me. Um, but yeah, I can. I'm good at controlling a choke. I know exactly how long it takes for someone to go out, so you're in good hands. How long? Well, five six seconds if you're doing it right. Oh shit, that's yeah. a not a lot. How tight are you going? Yeah, like unbelievably tight. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was like, I mean, I've, I've gotten choked to the point where I'm like, okay, I got to tap out. He's but not joking. It, I, I would <laughs> well, imagine to actually knock someone out of house to be more strong than yeah, that. Yeah, so like like if, when, if you choke windpipe, that's uh, a choke. Blood uh, constriction, that's a strangulation. Oh. So we're tra- So when most people in bed are strangling, not choking. Yeah, and yeah. you should. You should do. Because yeah. you choke. Oh. Airway can kill you. If you break this, you can die. Right. But oh, you break you, that? Yeah. Uh, the cardiac arteries carry blood and oxygen to your brain. If you cut those off, within five to six seconds, they pass out. Within 35 seconds, they get brain damage. Within a minute, they'll die. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hot. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm very good at... Knowing how much pressure is necessary to make someone pass out. <laughs> you should put that on your Bumble profile. <laughs> oh, my God. Diego Lopez will choke you out just enough. If you want him to. If you want me to. If you want him to. That's because true. I, I can make say, love to you a number of ways. Right. Poorly. And it is It is um, frustrating. I've, I've had instances, and I've had a lot of girlfriends at instances, where once you've kind of developed a rapport with someone sexually and you're sleeping with them, and you're like, hey, let's introduce this, and they're like... I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, oh, oh no. fucking, come on, you grow pussy. Up. Yeah, grow up a little bit. You know, but also if they're not sexually into that, if that turns them off, that's one thing. But it doesn't seem like it's that. It seems like they're so concerned with a woman having a bad story about that. Yeah, them. yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I think things are turning out in your direction. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, can we go back to the little spoon thing for a second? Sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, this is a phenomenon that's been recently emerging uh, where men want to be the little spoon. Mm-hmm. Was there an article that went out, some kind of a group text? <laughs> what happened? Gone out too no, far? it's just uh, the go-to, like, this is the opposite of what's expected. Right. right? I don't care about being the little spoon. I actually like being the big but spoon. But do you want to be, but do you have desire I to like be the little spoon from occasionally. time to time? Occasionally. Yeah, that's okay. I, the thing is- uh, Not with me. It's not. That's why I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> occasionally, I like the idea of you also wanting to nurture me. And can comfort me, but uh, th- absolutely. But yeah. can it be in a way that's not doesn't absolutely. feel like I'm a, a mom holding my baby in her bosom? Absolutely. Just the actual physicality of holding a man like in bed in that manner. Yeah, no, we've never physically been repulses before, me. And sure, I have right? to be honest. About <laughs> no, that. I don't. Again, yeah. I, I I just I like the uh, ratio being changed a little bit. Like yeah. again, I I am a man and I like my masculine things, but I also have openness for tender things yeah sure but yeah. because when you said like oh can you know women be more open to like being nurtured i i in every relationship i'm in do way more nurturing for sure to, to the man than they do to me yes. which is why i didn't want to also cradle them in my arms mm-hmm. <laughs> fair point <laughs> i just think- yeah because when you find yourself you're like i've really i gotta back out of this yeah you're like oh God, you're like right. this is the exact physical uh um representation um, yeah exactly of, of my motherhood thoughts. yeah sure. yeah 
Yeah. I yeah. opted out purposely, not because no one chose me as the internet would think. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Touche, internet. <laughs> Woo! Um, okay, that's good. So yeah, I don't necessarily want to be the little spoon. But I just it's want okay the if you do. door open. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes with, yeah. with feminism or femininity and masculinity, I think we both get carried away with it. Like, yeah. we oh, both, yeah, yeah. Every person, no matter what your gender is, has a masculine side and a feminine mm-hmm. side. And it's and it's that it's that uh, harmony that you have between your own masculine and feminine sides that that allows for like a nice life and allows for you to 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 exist in life and with romantic partners Mm -hmm. in a way that feels like natural for sure and sometimes it's little spoon big spoon sometimes it's just you know make me a sandwich husband yeah you know have you ever been the feminine energy in a relationship Mm, no uh the ratio i feel like the no the last one was i was definitely much more the masculine one I've always been much more massive, but it's like, it's it's the thing where it, there's no expectations of like, uh, if we're in a situation, it always has to be this way or to Oh, this yeah, extent. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's never, right. no, I've never been. That's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've never been the most, the, the more feminine person. Because uh, things like I, I there, there's that thing with like a, a masculinity and the, the toxic masculinity. And the, I think, because I'm around guys who are like, Toxic as yeah. yeah, and then they see the phrase toxic masculinity, they're like oh, they think they hate masculinity. No, 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 you're not listening. Right, it's mm-hmm. your kind that's bad. You're you're not realizing you're... that it's it, there's a, a, an amount in a direction of masculinity that is unhealthy. Yeah, for both yourself and the people around you. Do so, you have that conversation with your toxically masculine friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, do. Yeah, oh, I, good for you. Thanks um, for being an ally. Of course, and it's like I because uh, the funny thing is like they'll a lot of like dumb like bro guys like love samurai culture and like look at swords <laughs> yeah but then they don't realize that like samurais were obsessed with balance mm-hmm. yeah and it's like yeah, they yeah. were they there's were, a buddhism to them there's there were murderers with swords that yeah. could fight but they also were like masters of tea ceremony and flower arrangement and mm-hmm. poetry <laughs> i like that that's a balance yeah. you like the whole thing yeah. i like i think there's a, a really cool layer of a human being that can be and again, I'm not saying everyone needs to be a fucking MMA fighter, but like, right? But it's more of... than having a sword hung over your television. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I I, I like that I can fight people uh, to the death, and I like that <laughs> I know how to buy pants that fit me, and I like to moisturize. You know, like, I, yeah, I, right, a, right. I think there's you a useful... enjoy both your masculine yeah, 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 and yeah. feminine side. Yeah, you are very stylish, and also I think so. Thank you're you. also a vegan. Yeah. Uh, which there's something about it, and listen, I love that vegan vegetarian. Like that's I definitely like on the way there working towards it yeah. and um but there is something that society put on veganism where it is like <laughs> has a feminine sure. energy oh, yeah, yeah. and so like but you don't really come off i, I don't know so you're so not an like, annoying how vegan. you get past that because i do think like ethically certainly being a vegetarian is the right way to go and people hate ta- having this conversation sure, sure. but i'm gonna Everyone have it, it anyway um but do you have to find yourself like fighting against that? Do, do you care? No. When did you start being a vegan? I started being, uh, I went vegetarian in 2007. I've been vegan since 2009. Um, so, so do I care? Not necessarily, not in the same way. I think the annoying vegan thing is, is the problem with anyone who's new at something. They're very enthusiastic to mm. the point they sure. become annoying. Yeah. Every annoying vegan I've ever met is someone who's been doing it for six months. Yes. Yeah. Cause yes. it's all they can talk about. And it's all they can talk. And they're very right. excited to share that information. Yeah. Cause you're like, Oh, there's an injustice happening. I want people to know about it. So yeah. Then it becomes annoying. I'm much more vegan of, I'm going to live my life. And if you think that what I'm doing is cool or that I'm a nice person, you're going to be interested in veganism. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the, the, the femininity that's attached to veganism is one, the stupid kind of like caveman man hunt. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man make meat man bring meat. Yeah. I also okay. feel like uh unfortunately caring about animals has been considered feminine. Feminine well, empathy but it has be. been considered feminine. Yeah, which right. it shouldn't it's be because so that's silly. that's toxic masculinity. It Jesus actually, absolutely is. Yeah, no, on my list of like think must haves right in it for a partner is someone who wants to like go out and rescue animals with me. And I like I mean the people that you find rescuing animals are just I mean Oh no no, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, intolerable. It's tough. Yeah. It's, that's what's funny. Again, I'm it's either that or like an ex convict who like brings pit bulls in because it reminds him of himself yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which i'm also into call me kind of cool. i think you have a wife but call me you know who you, you might are not. baby you got a backyard full of dogs at though. pitbulls Woo. and addicts <laughs> there we go that's literally his handle i he go sounds attractive. oh okay um <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah it is like that okay so sorry so then no no so so yeah i just think a lot of times the idea of empathy has been yes has been feminized which should be humanized which is like look i don't a i don't give a fuck what you think about me I'll, i don't care nice. uh two i have the courage to care about something that's not myself yeah that's yeah. what i see it. that's a when, shirt because when people because well, you know, thank you so much good job oh yeah. <laughs> the argument you hear like from guys like i don't fucking care it's like oh you're saying that in a tone that you think that makes you tough mm-hmm. right not right. caring doesn't make you tough it makes you a fucking pussy yeah mm-hmm. well and it also care. makes you isolated from yourself yeah like and do you think it's easier to not give a fuck knowing that you could kill a man with your bare hands yes but yeah. it's not see the funny thing is <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a joke a bit about it now which is i, I realize the bit comes full circle where it's like i uh I feel like I've gone through masculinity and huh. I'm off the other end and I'm free of it. Oh, in that's the way, nice. In the, in the toxic yeah, yeah, yeah. sense of it. Was yeah. that through MMA fighting? Yeah. Okay. Did you used to have toxic masculinity as yeah. part of your... Yeah, and, and do you have not examples in, of that? I'm just curious because I like way. when men talk about this because you guys are what's going to help push, yeah. move the needle forward to have less toxic masculinity yeah. is non-toxic masculine men. I think the only thing I can think of is jealousy. Mm, okay. Where like uh, if a, a a girl I was seeing was like going out, I'd catch myself thinking about what was happening. Now I have the least jealous person in the world. I yeah. don't, it doesn't bother me in the same way. Where uh, a I'm sure of myself in terms of what I bring to the table right. as a partner. And B, if you want to be with someone else, go. Then that's on you. Right. I don't, don't want to be with you. It anyway. doesn't hurt me. Uh, it doesn't. It, it it's not hurt personal. Me. But it's yeah. But it's it's none of my business to a degree. I don't know if that makes sense. But I get it. I don't. I think I started uh, this journey too young in my life to be able to have good examples of my masculinity being a negative force. Got it. Um. It's it's. Uh, Do you have you examples know. of conversations you've had with guy friends? Where you're like, dude, what the fuck? You can't say that, or like anything that you've that you've that you've had to put your foot down, or something that's made you uncomfortable. Where you're like, I have to say something. The way I put my foot down in those ways, where like I don't like policing other people's language because I feel like that's a big turnoff, and they'll just yeah, yeah. run harder in the opposite yeah, direction. Right. It's yeah, also yeah. very anti-comedian, like Truly, the comedian yeah. in you. I, I, like, yeah, even when th- people say fucked up things, and then people will like, can't tell like, person. Why did you that? stop the person you were interviewing when they said that word? I go because I'm a comedian, and we just don't do that. Yeah, yeah and I also. We don't say, say what it. you have to fucking say. And also, like, I want to hear your. I want to let. You, yeah. I want to let you keep going. So I really yeah. get the insight. Yeah. <laughs> so like, hole. if I let's say I'm on a podcast and I hear someone saying something that I don't agree with and that, and that I find uh, demeaning or, or or awful, a it, it won't make me laugh. So I don't laugh at them. Yeah. And, which is a big step. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. And B, that's the most powerful thing you can do to another comedian yeah, is yeah, not yeah. laugh Just rather go, than be like, you shouldn't say that. Like, right. Wow, you thought that was funny. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dead silence. And then be making fun of them for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think. Use Being the word back to, on them. Using the skill set that they think they have against right. them for the yeah. thing. Um, but I've always, I, I've in the last couple of years, I've been really dedicated to like, really just being a good example of the things I care about. Mm. Because then that that puts them in a good light. Yeah, leading by example is the most uh, impactful. That's yeah. for sure. Um, do you ever teach self-defense classes? Kind of. 
So I have a I don't like self defense as a why as as a system that has been brought to people and what were your assumptions of self defense? Are. Yeah, the problem with self defense, quote unquote, is that a they're techniques that are um, taught in a recipe. So it's like this, mm-hmm. then this, then this. The problem with that is if you're being attacked, and as a woman, if you're being attacked by a stronger, bigger person you're going to be frightened to the point you can't recall those steps. Exactly. Your fight or flight's on and your thinking brain is offline. You need to train so much so that when that happens, you can still do the movements correctly. Like yeah, an automatic yeah, yeah. pilot. I always think of like that. I go, memory. I can't imagine me getting mugged and being like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> not how it works. Hi-ya. So, <laughs> yeah, it's... So, uh, yeah, it's and it's also a lot of times like, uh, like I consider small target fighting, right? Where like, I get mugged, and I just go, ah, it's gonna be it. I pass uh, out, take I pass out. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want this water bottle? You want my social security number? How about my federal ID? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I'll take the hospital, I need my health insurance. Um, so it's like it's like eye poking and and knee <laughs> right. in the groins. Like, yeah. do you think these guys are gonna just stand still? I don't understand what you expect. Uh, can you, you hold? hold? Can you hold while I Dude, just time. kick right <laughs> now? Open your legs don't a little move more. real quick. I gotta find in between your clavicles. So I've taught a couple of female comedian friends of mine at my the kind of my gym, mm-hmm. and the, the, I'll show them a couple like really bad positions to get out of. I'll go to extremes. Yeah, I'm like, this is a really bad position. Try to get out. Yeah, like, it's me, a guy who's not hating you. Yeah, and you know has no intent of harming you, and they can't do it. Ah, so then I turn the volume. Because they're up weak women. No, I'm just well, no, 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 the <laughs> techniques. Right. Sure. So, if I had to pick a singular discipline that could apply the best for self-defense, street yeah. self defense, it'd be Brazilian jiu jitsu. Ah. Because it's all about being the weaker person. That's the whole thing. Interesting. It's about being weaker and, and getting smaller. out of positions from a stronger guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That should be the selling point for like to get a women's <laughs> you Brazilian jiu-jitsu class going. Be like, it's for the weaker people. <laughs> it's for the physically and mentally weaker. Uh, the weaker sex defends themselves. There's no math involved. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. 
criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. So, well, like, what's the, do you know, like, the history or the origins? Yeah. So, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah, like, why? Yeah, yeah. So why okay. was it created? I'm so curious. So, uh, in Japan, there was Japanese Jiu-Jitsu, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, a person who was very small, uh, he, uh, Jigoro Kano, he couldn't really do it very well, so he adjusted some things and then created Judo. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. And then one of his students, after years, was traveling around the world, uh, and then he went to Brazil to set up business. A very wealthy family there helped him set up business. Mm-hmm. And as a thank you, he taught one of their sons judo. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happened. One of the sons, one of the brothers was too sick and weakly mm-hmm. and adjusted some, th- some things and then basically created Brazilian jiu-jitsu because of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's all about leverage and leverage. timing. So women and are similar to a sick boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, we did it, ladies. Um, I mean, he's 5'7", 135 pounds. He's like the perfect woman. Um, <laughs> he's got a real cough. Fuck. Just a deep belly the cough. curves on Elio Grayson. You're going to be fucking kidding me. Um, oh so it, it, it's, it's, it's about timing, leverage, and attacking the weakest points of a body, which are the joints and the throat and the neck. The basically. joints. Okay. So joints. If I were to break your... May I? Yeah. If I were to break your arm, I wouldn't go to the, the forearm and go like here. I'll just make the elbow bend in the direction it's not meant to go. It's, it, it already goes in one direction. So right. I go the other way. Ouchie. So I use positioning. Yeah. To okay. Isolate a limb or throat. Yeah. And then I if apply. It, well, I, it's 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 strategy over strength. Yeah. Okay. Um. In in Brazil, they have a saying that says to give jujitsu to a strong person is to give wings to a snake. They're already dangerous enough. They don't need it. Mm. It's for the weaker person. So like what I what really made me like drink the Kool-Aid of jiu-jitsu was when I started my gym, I was like 135. I was really light and everyone was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And after a couple months of learning the techniques, it started to come out in the rolling is when you're sparring. And also I was beating quote unquote big, people, guys were bigger and stronger than me. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this is magic. This is real shit. It's tact. Yeah, it works. Yeah. It's cunning. It's it's mm. it's it's beautiful. It's my wow. favorite thing in the world. So how long would you uh, do, would it take a anybody, Great a question. man or a woman, to kind of get the hang of Brazilian jiu-jitsu? So like, if someone's like, "What's the minimum amount of time until I can feel comfortable walking around the street?" A yeah. depends on your size. Yeah. B, I would say minimum eighteen months. Wow. Of dedicated okay. training, but then you're a fucking Jedi. Yeah. Like. Do you have any idea? That's a huge load of confidence. How powerful I feel walking around the street. Like right. nothing bothers. No, I mean, you don't have to get to black belt. Like I've been doing it for 14 years. Right. I've been doing it for a long time. You don't have to get to this point to be able to defend yourself against in the street. Yeah. Um. But 18 months of solid training, you'll understand, you know, what positions to avoid, how to get out of positions, how to uh, not let people behind you, how to rear neck and choke people. Wow. It's great. It's an wow, on wow, and off wow. switch for human being. It's a phenomenal tool to have. Wow. All right. Mm. And that confidence, that confidence kind of like permeates throughout your whole life. Yeah. I, well, when I started weightlifting, I've been weightlifting for about five years. That, I can lift anything. Yeah. I can lift any fucking thing because I know how to lift and I have like confidence in like. Put that in your Tinder bio. Yeah. <laughs> I can lift you, motherfucker. <laughs> I've um, just been walking around with a scale. Gowl, and that seems to work pretty good. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, don't fuck with me, face. <laughs> well, uh, um, what are your feelings on weapons uh, and and women carrying around like uh, they're going to get used against you, right? And oh, that, word, right. And that's yeah. a saying: any Damn. weapon will get used against you. How even like I didn't know. Do that. you feel the same way about a taser? 
Oh, um, brass knuckles. That's why a lot of people like tasers they, is great yeah. in the way that it's an audible okay. thing. That makes a terrifying oh, noise. That that's is a true. huge. It's a rattlesnake, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the tasers are one where like yeah, if you're walking around holding it, mm-hmm. but yeah, in the time, you gotta get to it. In the time, let's say we're for sure this far away. In the time that if I was attacking you, for you to reach in your purse, I'd already be behind you choking you. Right. So it's like you gotta like it's it's just like an unrealistic thing. You know, well, that's have. the thing. Like you, like the, the, the it's almost like if you're walking through a dark alley, you, well, you have pull, it right yeah, exactly. here. If that's you when that, it's gonna the, be the keys good. in the knuckle. Like if you know you're walking through. Yeah, a scare- yeah. I mean, like yeah, you would act like uh, you 100 percent have to be actively holding it. But I I do see women every now and then around the city who are actively yeah. holding Great. you know something. But you feel the same way even for like uh yeah like for like the blades that like the brass knuckles with the tips on them. Yeah, they, they're starting to get ripped off your hand and use uh, against some guy's you. just gonna they're- punch you in the face with your hand. Why are you stabbing yourself? Why are you? Be so, I would be so angry I think I would break his jaw yeah. well just because most times when it's man against woman the physical strength even of an out of shape man is going to overpower you it all all of this boils but back tapped. down to how do you react when you're afraid when you're sincerely afraid I cry for Diego exactly you think you're going to be able to like I sit there and cry I'm not sure, like but I think I, I think someone I, who've never fought. I think I would react well. Well, I mean, she, I, you would probably. For me, I'm less worried about myself. I, I truly am about like I saw this video the other day of a woman, uh, a guy uh, sitting next to a, a woman and then grabbing a chunk of her hair and just holding her menacingly. The the train is crowded. No one's doing anything except Steph. for the one guy who's filming that. And like I, that's not really what. So I go what. That, 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 like he should a be guy was helping. just filming it not no. stepping in yeah yeah no no everyone you just see everyone's on their phones What's no one's, fucking no one's looking God. at anything Damn it, dude. and oh. like number one I would definitely have I, I can like I know we all like talk a big game but I can I, I would have done something I've stepped in before um, when, yeah, and I believe uh, women <laughs> and I'm like trying to think in like that situation like like I was like actually going through my head this guy's sitting down do I creep up with like a taser and I was like on uh, bladesforbabes.com <laughs> like look like or, trying to order shit to, so that i could like defend people is there amazon the this moment to delivery <laughs> um yeah it's 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 why that's an insane hey i'm sorry you saw that but it's that's fucking insane that no one stepped up i'm and glad it, i saw it i need to see shit like yeah. i've seen to, i've to seen myself i've yeah. seen about three times a guy hitting a hitting a woman in broad daylight in Jesus new york city Christ. and i walk up and i'm like what are you fucking doing yeah and then they both run away from me and i'm like uh, yeah and then the what woman gets hit happening? more at home that's the stat that, <laughs> yeah. i know <laughs> That shit she said that yeah 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 that, yeah I, that really because i've stepped in like twice with a couple fighting yeah and the first time i stepped in they both yelled at me i'm like interesting yeah that yeah uh, right <laughs> couples i tend to stay away from this was i'm talking about this is like this yeah. is stranger on stranger yeah. but was the woman I, screaming no because she was terrified yeah. she was literally like deer in headlights yeah. oh my That's, god and also shut and also what a core memory uh to set for yourself that in times of duress my my fellow human beings won't step in at oh, all and they yeah. will text and look down like nothing oh is happening god, god. how what a like an, an, an inhumane moment for her i was like that it was just so and i know people are scared like maybe this guy has a gun or whatever i'm like well if he had well, a gun he'd probably be out by now exactly exactly you're you're already in danger because this guy's in your subway card what it, the fuck else it's like because i'm like if you had a gun die then just die doing yeah. the right thing i don't give a fuck yeah like, right or right. Just, right. A, just attempted i mean like also it's like how how good of a shot he is if you approach him from the side yeah, like dude. that's i don't know i i've uh i haven't been in any like actual physical altercations outside of a training situation or fight situation nice. so i learned how to fight but only because I've learned over time how much direct and eye contact can do. So I've been on the train a couple of times where, where either A, someone said some shit to me, which I don't care about, or well, there's one time where three like like younger 20s, late teens were kind of fucking with a woman. 
Yeah. But they're like, like I knew they weren't going to hurt her, but they're like definitely like messing with her. Well, it was ganging up on her yeah, either way. And, like, and I just leaned from them like, you're done now, right? And they like said, yeah. And I stood up and just got in front of them. And then they started apologizing to me. I'm like, apologize to her? Apolog- what the fuck are you doing? God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like, I didn't hit them. See, I make eye contact and that invites predators. Right, see- you're prettier than I am. It's different. Um, yeah, I feel like eye contact yeah, with it, women and eye contact with men is a much different yeah, thing. There's been sure. so many times where Corinne's like, you got to stop looking people in the eye. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It does invite trouble. <laughs> well, yeah. it does. And, and I think a lot of times men take direct eye contact as them is, is in like, I'm come sexually on interested right, in right, you. Right. You yeah. must be attracted to how well I'm abusing this woman right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really doing it for you. The other time I was on the train, was I caught a guy masturbating in front of a woman, but they, they couldn't see it. They didn't, he was doing it under a coat. Ugh. That so should I, I like, just leave because I don't want come on me. I, I'd honestly, <laughs> I'd sooner fight a gun than a cock. Makes sense. But I just like stared at him. I took my headphones on and just stared at him like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. And he, like, nice. kinda, he like turned to stand at the wall, like to the door. And I'm like, I'm still staring at you. Yeah. And he walked to the end of the train. I'm like, nope, still staring. I would have been like, why are you jerking off? Well, That's was, weird. Diego goes, See, mm, seems like you're bisexual now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, in my head, I'm like, oh, these young girls don't notice. I don't want to oh, fuck yeah. with their head and yeah. let them know that this guy was doing this. So I'm like, how can I get this guy to stop or leave without them noting? Right. Yeah. Very, um, very, very mindful. So, Fart yeah. in his face. Yeah. Well, just get really close. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I farted. Does that turn you on? Pervert. <laughs> oh, my God. That's real self-defense. Farting on command. Oh. Could you imagine? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I feel like some guys can do it. I never met a woman who can fart on command. I met girls who can uh, burp on command. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chang. Yeah. That doesn't deter, I don't think. So, wait. So, <laughs> if we have no training, I, I obviously, 18 months of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that's, that's great. That's really good. That's, a, that's an amazing tool to have under your belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, just no training. Like, throat. Going for the throat and the joints, huh? Uh, I mean, yeah, but it's like a very vague... Yeah. Uh, you have to be uh, in your own body when it happens, which you won't know until it happens. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's 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 a really difficult thing to, to to tell someone to do something if you haven't dealt with fear. I, I had a, a group of CrossFit instructors come to my gym because one of my buddies teaches CrossFit. And there's like nine CrossFit guys. And they're the most in-shape people in the world. Mm-hmm. And I did yeah. jiu-jitsu with all of them. And they were dead. And wow. I wasn't even breathing hard. And it's like, wow. what good are those muscles if you don't right. to react when you're scared? And yeah, not that they were scared, yeah. but they're like... They're dealing with a very uh, kind of uh, instinctual moment, you know, combat animalistic, is unbelievably animalistic. So like <laughs> they got all like tight and angry and, and, and used like their strength. And I'm like, I just move behind you and I'm going to check you out. And I'm not even bre- they're done. And it's just like, what good yeah, is it? Right. Right. right I right. know they're not trying to be fighters. They're trying to be aesthetically. I'm pleasing. sure, though, that yeah. they were surprised mm. that they yeah. were as bad as as they were. Yeah. So it's like, hey, man, maybe think about this part of of again because they're obsessed with training train everything it's like well you gotta train your mind bro you are you're very so what you do is very very physical you're like nose deep in dude's balls yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i, I know mean you've got to be like really comfortable has was that like something you had to get used to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then are you are you used to it now or is it still weird no like, it's never weird anymore yeah. there's a there's a uh, a claustrophobia part of it that you have to overcome mm. because it's like there's people on top of you sweating in your mouth and you're like you're like being yeah. held down and a part of you like I have a big brother and he we would you know wrestle and he'd hold me down and like mess with me and there's like a get the fuck off me yeah. kind of a moment and you kind of want to uh, like purge yourself of that yeah, because that makes that you reaction. react mm-hmm. it makes you waste energy it makes and you your make emotions mistakes. are in charge yeah. exactly so like uh, this is where I'm talking about how, how it permeates throughout your life where like it's hard to make me uncomfortable 
Yeah. I spend the majority of my life. Just go on a date with you then. That's there it. You <laughs> <laughs> a woman asking me about my feelings. Um, so, so it doesn't bother me. It's not weird to me anymore. It, it's, uh, I roll with women. It's not weird. It's, it's really, just, yeah, it's just, you're doing something that's, it's I, a skill. It's professional. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I couldn't do that. Really? I, I couldn't, I couldn't say teach me how to do something and not get aroused when we're wrestling. Okay. I mean, right. I could do it, but I can't. I don't, I don't have, I, don't, <laughs> I did. I'm uncomfortable with physical touch, like in terms of like, uh, I'm not touchy feely with friends. I'm not touchy. So if I'm touchy feeling, my body's like, oh, it's this on. This is what this world right. is now. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So I don't so, have to get used to that. Well, I, that was a kind of go plays into the, my next question because you and Mike have one of the, not this Mike, have one of the, uh, We're working on it though. Closest male friendships oh, yeah. I've ever witnessed. Aww. Can yeah, fucking boys. talk a little bit about sure. that? Because sure. it's Romance. just not something that we see a lot. It's weird. Yeah. Um, so Michael Brucey is my best friend and my roommate. Um, we host a podcast together. Yeah, another very funny comedian. Little time podcast. Um, so we met at an open mic in 2015, probably. Okay. And like being at an open mic when you're vaguely stylish and care about what you look like, there's not a lot of other guys like you. Right. Or to have tattoos. So I'm yeah. like, I saw Mike. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be my friend of mine, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after the mic, we we're, we're gonna. I was I'm like, I'm gonna hit another mic, open mic, if you want to come with. And he goes, I was gonna go to that anyway. I'm like, Perfect. are you hungry? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go get this, but I'm vegan. And he goes, I'm also vegan. Platonic love oh, is in the air. Oh my goodness! I'm my new best friend. We man. both don't drink or do drugs. Right. He's, stra- he's straight edge. I'm sober. Um, so he's vehemently sober, and you're yeah. just like sober. I'm like, I just don't feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't care about music enough to be straight edge. <laughs> and so yeah, we've been friends. We've been hanging out basically ever since, and we started living together. In the old apartment, like four years ago, mm-hmm. we just get it. We get along obviously very well. We have very similar sense of humor. Uh, we're both. Uh, he is a little more emotional than I am. Mm-hmm. Like he gets angry way easier than I. He has a short temper, but well, because he's not fucking kickboxing. Yeah, he's not yeah, fucking. Yeah, I've tried to get him. I've tried to get him. Sorry, I called it kickboxing. No, no it's okay. I took one kickboxing <laughs> class and I ended in rage tears. So that shit oh. really does help you. You got to get out, out the emotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, um, that's I. You, the same way you feel about MMA, I feel about comedy. I've been so much less angry like since I did do stand-up comedy because I get all the feelings out and then mm-hmm. I go home and I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. It's um, a good outlet. It's, yeah, as long, I, I think it's, as long as you have a vent. I, I feel like a physical vent is great because it also helps you in your health. Yeah. Oh, I work out too, but I mean, oh, that, that doesn't... I just like that because that's the only time that I'm not thinking about like success. Yes, and mm-hmm. that's a huge... I think it's so huge. I'm thinking about failure actually a lot yeah. because I'm... Like, I, yeah, I just go, why won't this fat come yeah. off? Um, <laughs> he's he's the funniest person I know, so it's really easy hanging out with him. Oh. Uh, and now we're like going on the road with Shane and we get to hang out even more. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's and it's like, we've been in like, z- I think we've never been in a fight. Really? We've wow, never been in a fight. I was going to ask that. You have really? such an intimate friendship. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm a big fan of friendship. Um, that's good. But I don't have like, the best. a ton of them. Mm-hmm. The friendships okay. I do have are just like, important. fucking hard. Like, yeah. like, I'll die for you. You're my brother for life kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's the best. But uh, we were at a wedding literally last night having a blast taking pictures of each other's fits be like eh, what's up sick very supportive friends um does yeah, the, the has a level of your friendship either inter ever interfered with either of your romantic relationships oh we've joked about how because like i haven't been in a relationship in a, in a while now I've been, right i've been like two and a half years almost uh-huh. and i'm like very much not interested in a relationship mm-hmm. and we joke mike's worried that i'm closing myself off to love okay uh, are you uh probably because <laughs> he's in love and he has a relationship that's that's uh great and i don't and uh <laughs> I'm and, like, he, and he reminds why? me of that every single day. I'm like, I, I don't feel like I need a relationship right now in my life because, uh, A, 
it's not hard for me to get laid. And B, I have my, I have Mike. I have someone to talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You I have, have someone you to You feel like your needs are met at this so time. So the short yeah. answer is yes, it has interfered. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But whatever, we'll see. Because I remember one time years ago, I went over to your apartment to do your podcast and I just, it was, it was like, I felt like I was in a threesome where I didn't need to be there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how a lot of our guests feel. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you guys, I mean, I it's, I, it's enjoyable watching two people have such a strong bond yeah, yeah. because it's so rare to to see yeah uh but i was like what is yeah. there's layers here Can we, you want me to go yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we we've been around people and we riff so hard and so consistently they feel like they're going insane yeah like the first time his girlfriend <laughs> hung out with the both of us at the same time she's like i, I got a headache wow it was too much friendship yeah. we're black belt at friendship too like, much we're friendship. Like, oh. the best at being friendships uh, at being friends and that's what our podcast is basically let us be best friends at you yeah yeah um, that's very sweet but yeah he's great so do you uh, what's your relationship with mike's girlfriend like are you very close because you and mike are so close do you or get sad when they hang out no super psyched oh, okay. no 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 super psyched on her she's Funnier than both of us. Nice. Mm-hmm. She's unbelievably funny. It's really strange. She lives in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, which is very funny. She exists? She exists. Awesome. She, I've met her, met her multiple times. She was All with right. us in LA okay. when we were in LA and she came back with us here. She stays for about a month. Um, she's great. I'm so happy they're together. Uh, I don't know if we're close. Like She doesn't have any social media. Okay. So it's hard. I'm not going to just lady. text her. Right. You know? Right, 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 um, right. So like when she's in town, we hang yeah, super yeah. down. She's rad as shit. But I'm not, I wouldn't say we're close mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's not. I said her naked pictures that. of myself. But that's just because oh, okay. I'm that's input. a good friend. Yeah. yeah. How's well, my that, dick? <laughs> there is something weird about uh, texting uh, your friend's significant other, yes. no matter how long it's been, because I text with my uh, best friend's husband sometimes, and she knows, and we're yeah. friends, but it, it still feels like You're there's that there's like so I'm doing something wrong, even though I'm not. Like most times, yeah. I just feel like, what do you think? You know, Paula would like for Christmas. Like, yeah, the conversation right. is yeah. always about her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's every now and then we and talk about comedy because it. she likes comedy. Okay. Well, we're a lot. Uh, her husband and I are a lot alike, but I just it, there is something every time I'm doing it, I go, "Is this okay?" Now, yeah, so yeah. I like that shit. <laughs> well, like when people were texting, people would text my ex. I'm like, "Yeah, you're all getting along." Which that's just because it's like he's not trash, right? <laughs> oh, okay. That reinforcement didn't really find that out until later, but oh, you know, that's fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, I like her a lot. She's great. She's a good hang. I like when like I like I like being able to. Be the third wheel, but also be good at knowing when I shouldn't be the third wheel. When I yeah. should yeah. let them have their own time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a yeah, especially when they don't get to see each other like as much. Yeah. So you said you don't have a problem getting laid. Yeah. Um, so what? how do you get laid? Oh, I, uh, um... He doesn't want to... No, no, I can't. Secrets? It's the thing is, like, I'm not trying to, like, brag or anything. I'm not no, trying to be like, hey, look at me. No, but you can lean uh, into that confidently. Yeah, I'm a model, so what? No yeah. big deal. Yeah. You already, said you, were, you already said you were broke, so it's fine. I think yeah. if you, you tell us how much you get fucked. <laughs> um, it all evens out. It's people that I either know through, like, like comedian friends, yeah. kind of like that. Not that many actually anymore, but... My DMs are open and it's like people <laughs> invite themselves into yeah, my DMs. And right. It's so funny. That happens to like, when it happens to women, it's so like scary and unwanted. And when it happens to men, you guys are just fucking. Yeah, because they <laughs> can't hurt me. That is how it goes. Right. There's yeah. no long standing history of women sliding into men's DMs and then killing them. But right, also, there's right, no right. long standing history of hot guys going into girls' DMs. It's always not the it's hot guys. It's always the guys you don't want to And fuck. hot girls do go into DMs. Right, right, right. Some. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> not all. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not saying 100. But I, I would, yeah. you know, it's just if a if like a whenever like it's like a hot guy comes into a DM, I go, you want something? I check like, oh, you're trying to get like some kind of influencing opportunity. Like oh, okay. there's there's always something. Me, I just going go, are you on. hot? That's it. You ask them. No, I just oh, look. Okay. Like that's my only that's my <laughs> right. only criteria. I'm like, is this somebody I would be interested and in? And it's so rare one that it is time, hot. One yeah. time this guy who owns a Doberman in San Francisco, that's all I know about him, DM me and I was like, fuck. I remember that guy is gorgeous. He was so hot that I know about this DM. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sick. I was like, damn. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna follow you back and whatever. And then it just it did, nothing came mm-hmm. of it, so I unfollowed him. But uh but I was very happy that that happened. So I just looked to see if they're hot and if they're not, I'm like, damn it. So what kind of a cold DM from a woman works on you? Anything but negging. Which I get an unbelievable amount. How about nudes? Though some people lead with a nude. Leading with nudes is weird. Right, that's what I thought too. It's a little whoop whoop. Like "Mm, it just seems like so aggressive. Say hi, yeah. By all means, I'm not saying I need a lot. So hide and boobs is fine. No, no, I'm saying. I mean, asking my consent if you can send me a nude is a a very good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's an appropriate thing to do. Guys want consent. Um, Wow. I mean, here's the thing. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Jk. Jk. Because I think a lot of guys. Oh man. Okay. I feel like (laughs) my concerns aren't the same as most guys because most guys are ugly. Uh Is that uh fair to say? That is fair to say. Okay. I love where this is going. I love so to I've had this conversation where I'm like, oh, I'd like to maybe say hello to before you send me a pair of your tits. Like yeah, you could be tits. picky because you're hot. And then guys are like, nice. don't be gay. I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. Right. I don't have a hard time. This isn't like, yeah. I don't, and, 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 a guy, yeah. and a guy who's See, picky, makes, bitch, it, it makes you hotter when you're picky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, that's just like a hole's a hole. It's gross. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. I can have standards. It's okay. Yes, you can. So... If as long as you're, it's crazy how many people are rude to me. And I'm like, do you understand what that's, you're like, Yeah, like, that's they, so weird. Like, what's an open and rude heard line? Shane talk about that too. Like, women oh, are just both, like rude, yeah, just yeah. like straight up rude. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And mostly, yeah. a lot of times, like, they're, I think they're trying to be funny. Yeah. Ugh. When they think that comedians are just roasty all the time, like, oh, oh that's right. I always for uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of you guys as just hot guys now, but you guys are comedians, which is, I mean, so we get that too. I yeah, mean, I can imagine. Women come up to me and are rude to me after shows, yeah, like, because like, they think it's like a funny thing, especially because I'm like a cunty comic. And yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. you know, no, I, I, tell I do this professionally. Yeah, 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 I'm good at this. I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I bought a house with ro- this. Yeah, exactly. Roasting your friends is yeah. very different than roasting yeah. a stranger. You're yeah. opening right. lines. We didn't earn right. trust yet. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I had a woman uh, comment on one. Can I do little workout videos on my Instagram? Yeah, yeah I, I love them. We're like sad boy workouts. <laughs> I do little workout videos. I love them. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I do. That kettlebell swing. It's, it's great. just funny. They said, I do little workout. <laughs> I do little workout videos. And a woman, I'm assuming flirt, trying to flirt. Mm-hmm. Like was like rudely uh, like trying to like correct my form on things, and I'm like, hey, uh, I don't know you. Don't talk to me like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she like blocked me on everything. I was like, what the <laughs> that fuck was definitely did I do? she felt weird for being vulnerable, but her version of vulnerable is let me make fun of him and see if he wants yeah. to fuck. And I'm like, why? I mean, you, it's why she's a burlesque dancer with a lot of followers. You should know not to do this to people. Yeah. Right, and uh, just being she's a woman, you should know not to do that yeah, because yeah. women are constantly exactly. I mean, yeah, I, she's probably internalizing what's done to her, which is not helping anyone. People have a critiqued how I walk my dog. What? I go, I'm not dragging him, so Jesus I think Christ. I nailed it. <laughs> He's on the leash. He can breathe still. Yeah. Let me see. I'm gonna look at my DMs so, real quick. So think I'm AC. Yeah, it. that's so weird. Let me see. That's interesting that women right employ the same tactics because. But I think what it stems from is both men and women that do this kind of thing. That's like the, 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 their first attempt at contact is like making fun of you or trying to put you in your place or whatever, yeah. and then it gets shut down. That to them, and then when they react poorly, it's 
oh, I tried to be vulnerable and it was thrown in my face yet again. So it's like, ugh, we can't start from there. So There's I'm no looking, foundation to build. Yeah, I'm looking at my message requests and it's like, okay, so uh, A, a, a fake thing. You're funny and hot. Thank you so much. Someone asked me would I pay for rent. No. Uh, my phone, uh, Someone's phone number. Just uh, a phone number. Just a phone number. Hi. Jesus Christ. Uh, are these really counts? Why the fuck would you delete this? Yeah, yeah these are, really these, I mean, uh, someone just write, write, this is very funny. Just, <laughs> they DM <laughs> me, I have a boyfriend, which is a very funny thing to send to somebody. Uh, so you're so hot. Diego and, liked, I have a boyfriend. That was the, that's the Very right funny thing to send to someone as if I'm Just so you know, I'm messages. taken. Uh, someone asked me if I have an OnlyFans. That's cool. Uh, you yeah, you, you should. You if would you make, had one, you would make you bank, so Diego. Oh, all right, cool. I, Honestly, I mean, I if, I did, if I didn't teach kids, I would do it. If I teach kids, uh, I think I it's guess, a little weird. Yeah, I guess. Can I take fantastic nudes? I have a very photogenic penis. Nice. Uh, but nice. I don't know. I mean, like, I know sex workers who literally have, like, an account where they, like, hang out with their kids and an account where, like, someone's sucking on their tit. <laughs> I think there's a... There's <laughs> women, not the and women can do that. I think the slight difference is that I teach kids and it's a very, like, it's martial. It's a it's physical, it's a physical yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I never want to cross that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, who knows? Things like, comedy's not going to work out. Uh, hey, can I pay to give you head? <laughs> no, that had to... Yeah, wow. Cool. Can I pay to give you? Well, there's another way to make make rent. Try to make some money. (laughs) Uh, Let me see. Yeah, so like things like this. Hi, hello. Just hi is weird. Want to buy me some drinks tonight? No, I don't. Wow. Uh, Yum. That's cool. Uh, So hi was no, yum was yes. (laughs) I'm really trying to get behind the mindset here. So yeah, I I think uh, the best way to DM someone is responding to a story of something that actually sincerely interests you. Right. Okay. Faking so interest, be, you could smell that on so my way. So wait, no, what, let me write this down. Be interested in the man already out. <laughs> You're gonna be alone so forever, Chris. Just like <laughs> You're gonna die alone. God damn it. Is there oh. anything? How about breast implants? <laughs> <laughs> By all means. Um so I, I think A, either being interested in something that I'm actually doing sure. or B, just being sincere and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, hey, I think you're good looking and interesting, whatever. We should ha- would you if you'd like to hang out. Yeah. Let me know. That'd be yeah. cool. Okay, so that. say you go into you on, know, on that date said, though, do you go do you go into that date with the upper hand? Is my question. Ah, there's no upper hand. Yes, there is. There's no upper hand. You're fucking someone's lying always now. winning and someone's always losing. See, Diego. That's the mistake. No, You're that's not the mistake. You're gaslighting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tables have turned. A big stamp over my face right now. <laughs> Gaslighter. <laughs> um, so wait, that, that's what you did when the Jonah Hill. I oh, did right, that. Right, right, I DM'd right, him right, and right, I. Right, right. We were fl- well. I thought we were flirting. Oh, but I, I was like, he I need to move on you. Well, he. I, I commented on a book that he posted about. I was like, oh, you. If you like this book, you would love this book. He so, DM'd me genuinely, and he said he DM'd me, and he was like, oh, I love that book. Read it so many times. Blah, blah blah. And then we DM'd back and forth like for a second. There wasn't. It wasn't really flirty, but I was like, mm, I would ask you out, so I'm gonna ask you out. And then he was like, oh my god, thank you so much. I'm so flattered, but I'm I'm with somebody, but I appreciate it. I'm like, that was a nice, and that was nice. It felt great. He was a nice dude. And he responded well to that. I I was asked out recently and I went out of my way to make sure they didn't get, like I was like, really like, look, I, I appreciate this very nice. I'm not interested. I mean, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they like kind of insulted me after that. Yeah, because like, they, they didn't feel comfortable being vulnerable. They thought they did, but they realized when you rejected them that they Everyone actually did such didn't. a fucking coward. It uh, drives me yeah, insane. Yeah, and they take shit personally. Yeah. Social media is kind of ruining our yeah. psyche a little bit in that way. It's brutal, but... Yeah. And that, again, like as a woman to like, to respond in that way is so crazy because how many times... Uh, sorry, I'm not using crazy anymore. It's so weird. Yes. Um, because... Silly. 
it's so because it's so silly um (laughs) because of how uh how many times men react poorly when we reject them and many times violently Violently, exactly yeah there's i mean we've i think we did you see that uh video circulating where the woman's in the in like like a walmart parking lot or something one of those kind of parking lots like a that's like a suburban Mm -hmm. and uh she he's like following her to her car she has like her little puppy in the shopping cart and then she's like i'm not interested i'm not interested like being polite has no she doesn't have to but she is being polite it's like dark and she's in a parking lot and then he starts slamming uh, the cart into her car and destroying her car when she rejects him and it's so i mean number one property damage but number two just so scary what are you gonna do to me what what a wild response yeah yeah she should be like oh yes oh now i want to date you should have fucking soaked up right now bro caveman like aggression yeah yeah i love how uh unhinged you seem that's yeah. great so easily too no it's it's everyone yeah. people are emotionally weak yeah uh and it's like we have the strength within us we just have to fucking gather it, it it's it, it, the thing you said where, where they take it so personally you yeah take, you 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 take someone else's assume, assume the judgment of you mm. as like real it's like yeah doesn't matter it's if in you, your head buddy if you like yourself if you if you respect what you you're like pursuing you shouldn't care that in that way i'm not saying don't care because again i think yeah. caring is cool i think being a vulnerable is cool but if you let it hurt you you're not doing yourself a you're, you're doing yourself a disservice yeah mm-hmm. in the world in the world mm-hmm. wow this is a great conversation diego thanks favorites. so much um what would you like to plug <laughs> oh please for the love of god listen to my podcast it's called a little time a little time podcast michael brucey and i are best friends at you we have guests sometimes who we talk over and uh, <laughs> nice. it's a very good time uh my twitter and my instagram is this diego lopez I'm on the road right now with Mike featuring for Shane Smith. So uh, catch us on the road. Yeah. What Thank a, you so much. What a, what a man time you'll have. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this has been Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. We will talk to you next Friday. Thanks. Bye. Oh. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary, created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares?
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.